Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. What a great video. <laughs> what a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what out. a bunch of guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Matthew there. <laughs> and welcome to Grapsody. For those of you in the chat i saw somebody say it in the chat they were like why are y'all starting late i bet it's will's internet again you are correct look at it look at it what is this this is nonsense <laughs> it sounds like your voice not cutting out at least so we'll have that it's just the maybe the video is going to be a little choppy today but everything will be fine guys just like bear with this i am like so fed up with mm-hmm. xfinity And you know the hard part is that they got like a straight up monopoly here. Like there are zero options for internet where Mm -hmm. I live except for Xfinity. And literally I used to live right around the corner from here. I had like three options. Now, one. I have one and it's this one that for four years was great and then all of a sudden the last like three weeks has just been awful. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the problem has been, but I can't take it. It's been frustrating. (coughs) I apologize that my image quality has gone to crap at the moment. I can already tell. I can I can see it. I can see it right now. Um, And well, you've done a little bit better than our homies in Canada who had a big problem yesterday, like their whole like half of the 
half of their internet was out like through all all of canada like no internet no atms the police were having issues no nothing nothing was going on it was like just shut down they went back to the 80s shit was crazy the homies in canada shout out to mike hamley homie from canada my new co-host of uh, indeed y'all check out indeed on tuesdays yeah that's gonna be really dope but he was telling me like he couldn't use anything like imagine if our internet just shut down in america like it'd be like the purge out here because people can't handle um yeah it forcing people to go outside i need a lot of people to go the fuck outside yeah (laughs) please Would that be a good thing? Is what I'm saying. Though some people need yes, to stay there. Yes, it would be. I, I need some people to to figure out something else other than sitting on the internet all day. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, I see Aaron in the chat. He said maybe you have a bunch of stuff running on your Wi-Fi at the same time. Well, no. Uh, turned everything off. My TV, like nothing is running right now. Um, and the thing is, my down speeds are fine. So, so that means I actually see Phil and Reg just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see everything coming through just fine. But I've been checking my up speeds. I'm not even getting one megabit up. So this is like literally uh, sending at less than one megabit per second. Um, and that and, and that is a problem. And I'm so annoyed by it. That old AOL 56K connection is fucked up today, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're on right now. <laughs> I love it here, man. Yeah. What a great day. What a great way to start Grabsy. What a great Saturday, everybody. Let's introduce ourselves. How, who are we? Who are these people that are here? Uh, I'm Will Washington with, uh, I guess, choppy picture happening. Uh, and Phil Lindsay's also here. I'm also here. You can eat me and Shotzi's tank because y'all all need to shut the fuck up. If you're in my mentions, shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> the bro said our tanks. Nah, so it's on the shirt, man. Eat, eat this tank, bro. Fuck out of here. That's what. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love it. I'm not going to lie. I first heard that as taint, and I thought, okay, Whoa, that's we what we're like, doing yeah, here. Will's jumping up. Phil's jumping right out the window. Huh? You're like, no problem. No, nah, we're, we're, not, we're not jumping out the window. We're letting Ryan Brown do that. Whatever he is. Ether boy can do that. Not me. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also here, Righteous Reg. You know who's in the building. It's your boy, Media Man, number one in the fucking world. Your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster here every Saturday for your entertainment. Everybody loves it here. Shout out to all the Grapsity fans at West Coast Pro. There was some last night. Just people coming up. It'll never get old and being like, are you Reg? And me being like, yeah, I am Reg. Oh, I love your content. I love your podcast. And it's like, what, dude? I'm like here to watch wrestling are, as a fan. But like... It's crazy, man. It's me. I'm here. I'm out here. They love Grapsity. We're just out here having fun on a Saturday morning, honestly. Like, it's not really, it's like a good time for us. That's what I tell them. Every, I'm like, yo, I'm having a good time, man. It's just fun for me. Like, so shout out to all the Grapsity fans for being the fucking best. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, and of course, we love everything you guys do for us. Um, so leave us those thumbs up. Uh, here on YouTube, and then also uh, send us your super chat, send us your humper chats. We're going to be reading those, and then we got a little something special coming up here real soon that we'll be announcing here uh, yeah, yeah. in the next little bit, uh, and that's going to be fun as well. Uh, if you were in the mood for more Grapsity, we're going to be doing more Grapsity. Y'all Stay been tuned. waiting. It's been it's yeah. it's been in the r- workings, the runnings, the things. Yeah, let's let's, yeah. let's do it. Although we do have a new interview in the can uh, that'll be put up this week. And so uh, check that out this week as well. We always got some coming, y'all. We always got some coming. If there's nothing else we love doing, it's making content. And and we're going to keep producing content. But here at the the mothership of Grapsity, the core Grapsity, there's a lot to talk about. 
God damn, there's a lot uh, to talk about. When is there not? These like, I thought, you know, all right, this weekend we'll talk about some Tokyo Joshi Pro. We'll talk about all of that. And then it was like, nah. Nope. <laughs> and look, I am going to talk about some Summer Sun Princess 22. I was up super late. Uh, I only didn't get to watch half of the second to last match, and I did not see the main event because at that point I looked up and it was 2 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I got to do Grap City in eight hours. Which means I'm not going to get eight hours of sleep, so I should. <laughs> Who gets eight hours of sleep every every night? Uh, what is that, right? What's that, that time? Nah, man. Look, sleep is great. I, you know, for uh, any time I've ever heard the idea of like, nah, no sleep, team no sleep, any of that. Nah, man, nah. sleep is the fucking best. Sleep there is, is no place I am happier than sleep. <laughs> and you honestly uh, need it. Like, if you don't get it, your fucking brain doesn't work, man. Get yeah. some sleep. No, I, I, I need some sleep, and this last month I haven't been getting a whole lot of it. I've been, uh, uh, I've been wanting to, I don't know, just just fix that. But the but the funny thing was I actually forgot because it's like I knew Summer Sun Princess was July 9th, but I forgot that uh, that technically would have been Times. my Friday night, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, it wasn't until Phil said it in our chat, and I'm like, damn. All right, I'm I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna stay I'm up, up and watch it. And <laughs> I'm so up, I did. I'm up. <laughs> yeah, I did, and uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, and we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But let's read some of the the supers and the humpas. Uh, let's see. We've got. Let's scroll all the way to the top, 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 tippity top. Um, so we just got one from Kai with nothing in it. Shout um, out to Kai. Although. Uh, Kai then followed up by saying, OMG, that went through, LOL. I was like, do I got money on my car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you tested it by spending a dollar. All right. Shout hey, out, Kai. Appreciate right. it, Kai. Cool. That's, that's putting your life on the line for the Grab City Boys. So we appreciate yeah, it. We appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and then we got Ryan says, uh, shout out to Will's 56K modem. I'm saying, man. Oh, I know. Right before the show, I got to hit the dial up. It does it. That's like a sound that's like burned in my brain. I'll be a hundred years old, Forever. and I'll sit and and people look at me like, "What? What is that? What?" Do you- <laughs> <laughs> Those were the times, man. Kids these days don't understand it, man. No, don't understand. Uh, your mom need to use the phone, so I'm get off saying, the internet. It's over. Yeah. Your internet time is done. <laughs> You're done. Your mom's like, "I need to call my friend." So get off. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what it was. No, my mom needed to talk to... My mom's got nine siblings, so at any point... Well, I was one of ten, so uh, at at any point... phones were always tied up. phones were always tied up because, look, these are... uh, As I've mentioned, my mom is from the South, and so these are folks that spend a lot of their time just on the phone just talking to each other. Mm. And so, yeah, internet time was like I could use it late at night, and then if it were like middle of the afternoon, now nah, mom was going to be Mm-mm. talking to one no, of her it can't siblings. Be, it can't be 4 p.m. in your and It no. has to be like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Yeah. So shout out, mom. Uh, shout for, out 56K. Shout out 56K. I had a 28.8 at one point. And then when we upgraded to 56K, it was like, damn, we are living in the future. <laughs> the future is now. The future is now. <laughs> 
No, I had. A, I straight up had flying 20... cars are on their way, yeah. bro. Like they have. We are this fast now. My songs used to take twenty minutes. Now they take ten. No, ten was like if we were lucky. Take, yeah, I was, was like about two. to say, I don't know what. I don't I know what you and are you on. No, that that was two hours at best for a five megabyte song. Mm-hmm. And then videos just come back yeah. next week. Yeah, just, <laughs> 133 megabytes. Oh, your computer's gonna just it's gonna die. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, great times. The yeah. internet was great I times. <laughs> no, nah, I mean honestly, <laughs> no. Nah, I I recognize that this was like bullshit, right? But like, um, at the time, you know, downloading pictures. And you set it to download, and then you, like, walk away and come back uh, after you've made something to drink or something. And then maybe half the picture's loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't got it like that. Yeah, no, they don't got it like that. Message boards. Chat uh, rooms. Yeah. Oh, I was all about the chat rooms, though. I, I, about the chat rooms. I was, uh, so this is how long I have been, I guess, a member of what we call the IWC, right? Because I used to be all in the, uh, so there was the MSN Pro Wrestling chat room. I was in, like, pretty much every night, uh, and we were just talking about wrestling. And then, uh, but the first wrestling community I ever joined, uh, and there are some Grab City listeners and viewers who were also part of that community. Shout out to everybody who I've known that long. But when I was 13, I joined the yeah. IGN Pro Wrestling community, uh, known at the time as the Wrestling General Board. So I take that back. It was separated into three communities when I first joined. It was the ECW community, WCW, WWF, and then they had other uh, so I guess there were four. Like the WWF community was like the poppin' one. Like everybody right. was like, by the time I joined. Anybody, all anybody wanted to talk about was Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then there was the WCW board, which like had these like stragglers who were just convinced that the pendulum was going to swing back it's their way. Back. Yeah, no, they were it's like, yeah, back. they're like, pendulum's going to swing back our way. You know, it, wrestling is cyclical. Yeah, WCW had it. Now WWS got it. WCW's going to get it back. Um, and, <laughs> and they're like, it didn't work out too well. Guys. I know, right? And then there was the ECW crowd that was just like, they were. There weren't that many of them, but they were the loudest. Yeah, and definitely. they were like, they, and they would talk all their They're shit. Just and like, I mean, burn it down, burn everything down. It's ECW, baby. <laughs> Tables, barbed wire. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they were the loudest. Uh, and basically, it was just like this these three boards. And of course, when uh, it was announced, that I remember that's where I heard it was on the message boards that WCW was being bought by WWF. And then, you know, the war ended and all of it got co- consolidated. And I guess. The board they ended up keeping was the WWF board because they won. They won. Uh, the funny thing is, this morning I was literally just like scrolling on my phone and I went by that message board. It's still there and it still has people posting there. But wow. um, yeah, shout out Wrestling General Board where I got my start uh, with internet wrestling communities and uh, learning all the shit. And people would copy and paste that week's Observer. Um, or I guess you couldn't really copy and paste it at the time because it was just physical. Like people would like right. type out the stories and stuff, and that was where I would like steal observer stories at the time because I wasn't a subscriber. My mom wasn't gonna pay for you that. Get, but you weren't getting those trash scans. <laughs> Remember when people used to used to scan like magazines and just put them straight on the internet? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, at times there were the scans too. Yeah, and then uh, it, it's just it's all funny in hindsight. But that is how long since. Uh, and what uh, I turned 35 this year, so that was 22 years ago that Crazy. I was just all on 
the internet and and then I was also like I guess shout out to a couple weeks ago talking here on Grapsity. Uh, the, so my three communities were uh, on those boards. So it was the WCW board, the WWF board, and the Dreamcast board. Like mm. I was, <laughs> I was one of those dudes like clinging Frequent to the, in the dream, Dreamcast. I, I was huh? clinging. I was like, nah, the Dreamcast is 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 it. And I don't give a damn about the PS2. Y'all were like it those is... WCW guys. In we, the were, we were. Con- <laughs> yeah, we were convinced. Don't come back. Yeah, no, we were convinced. It's going to be nine nine ninety nine all over again, man. We're going to live in it. <laughs> yep. Anytime something like halfway decent was announced for the Dreamcast, we were, we like swarmed over it. We would have like all these threads over how good this like bullshit ass game was that nobody mm. gave a damn about. Um, and I'm not talking about the good stuff. Like, yeah. obviously, there's the jet set radios. There's mm-hmm. there's all that stuff. The stuff that people love. But I'm talking about like Headhunter. Like nobody gave a damn about that game. But like we were so deprived of a Metal Gear Solid type game that anything that like closely resembled it, we were like, Nah, Headhunter is gonna be the game. Mm-hmm. And like nobody gave a shit about it. <laughs> nah. Nah, when nah. popping off like that. No, it wasn't popping off like that. A distract delude says a penny for Phil's thoughts on. I am like gonna Natch butcher Boy. the hell out of that. There we go. See, uh, Natch Boy's return or turn, turn. Sorry, uh, a lot of people online seem upset, but I think it's perfect storytelling after the Tam rematch. This was on. Um, uh, this was on the Stardom. The stardom, stardom pay-per-view. Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. watched the Stardom pay-per-view, but of course the clip of the Nets boy the- turn is everywhere. Um, I thought the way they did it was great. I had a feeling they were doing it after their last match because that seemed like their rubber match. And it makes perfect sense because what she said afterwards is, you know, I'm not a mascot. I'm not a pet for this, this stable anymore. I want to stand next to Tam. And it makes sense from where Tam came from, because Tam was kind of like the mascot for Wet Otai, and she worked her way all the way up to being a champion and having her own unit. And so it makes sense for somebody else to see that and go, no, I want to be like her. I don't want to be under anybody's thumb. So I thought it was great. I thought the way they did it was great. I thought the super kick spot and everything they did on on the apron was great. Can't wait to watch that match. Sorry if I spoiled it for people that watched it. (laughs) Darn it. Somebody somebody asked, so. Spoiler alert, you guys. Yeah. I have to get into stardom. I have been, because, uh, like, I, I got really into Tokyo Joshi Pro in the last couple of years. And uh, I, and part of it is just, Wrestling Universe is just makes things so accessible with, mm-hmm. uh, and that's also how I got into DDT. Um, but, uh, it just it, it just makes things so accessible, and but at some point I think I have to jump on the Stardom train as well. When so many of my favorites currently came through Stardom, mm-hmm. nah, Stardom is some of the best women's wrestling going on right now. Uh, yeah, and speaking of main event of Impact, awesome main event. Shout out to Mia Yim and Indiana. Thank oh, you. I haven't seen it, but I heard from a lot of I've people heard good that, things. yeah, it was... Uh, I started Impact this week, actually. I uh, I mean, I, I try to watch Impact as often as I can these days. Same um, But, because uh, it's a good show. It's a genuinely it good show right now. I actually did watch uh, Alan Angels versus uh, Speedball, and a uh, great, great opener. Very good match. And, and I thought... Speedball. Uh, and I love the... Yes, <laughs> that's it. So, Reg was saying last week. I mean... <laughs> The guy, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it was a, a great opener, and I thought, you know, one of the things I love about the the wrestling industry as a whole, 
Um, and this isn't one of those, or maybe it is, who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it's not one of those like digs at WWE, but maybe it is, who cares? Um, but I love the way that the wrestling world just all acknowledges each other, even mm-hmm. when people move on. Alan Angels, no longer in AEW, right? But the first thing they said when he came out is Alan Angels, known for his time in the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. That's the way wrestling should acknowledge. (laughs) That's who it is. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, Impact's not going to pretend, oh, this is somebody brand new that you've never seen before. Who does? (laughs) Who who is that? Yeah, Yeah, like, (laughs) uh, and and I love the way the greater wrestling world just acknowledges the existence of everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it all just exists. I think that's a very good thing for pro wrestling. Um, And, nah, I love that. That's dope. Uh, Shout out to everybody watching Impact. Continue to watch Impact, man. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, Impact, though. Fix your white balance on, like, one of the cameras. <laughs> like, I, like, it's a, like, as somebody who Just was in... one of the cameras. Yeah, well, like, it's one of the things that bugs me, and I was in video production for a long time, so this was something that um, we, we had to work on, uh, and it's important. But, like, the white balance on all of your shots should look the same, so that way... You're not cutting to a shot that's a, that's warmer than the other shots. Like they should all ideally look the same. And impact. I think they do it on purpose. At this that point. looks bad. Don't yeah, do that on purpose. on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do it on purpose. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, because like you're watching the show. Like they watch the show and they see that. There's no way they don't see that. I think it's like purpose. I know. It just it drives me insane the way. Uh, it'll be like a cooler shot as the mm-hmm. main shot, but then they cut to the other shot and it's warm. And I'm like, that's not the way TV like works. Right. And so like, even if that's on purpose, stop Don't, because that's yeah. not. It's, or it could it's, just be an old ass camera. They're just like, yo, it's like yeah, they got like one. Have, bro, like yo, like shit. <laughs> they got one camera that's like off of the others. It doesn't look good. Um, yeah. Hey, I might uh, I might go to the Impact show here next month. I think. Oh, that's what's Is up. Is an emergency here next month? Yeah, they're they're uh, I ramping can't. up, ramping it up. So I, I do have a problem with the frequency of Impact uh, pay per views, and that uh, I guess some of them aren't pay per views. But the problem is, like, it's not so much the frequency, but I guess the uh, they're like lower tier pay per views that are not actually pay per views. They're just kind of like specials, right? But like they'll occur like two weeks after. A major pay-per-view and i'm like yeah. i didn't even have time to like wind down yeah. from the last one right uh yeah and they get so, right to it yeah it's i don't know what the motivation behind the that schedule is uh and maybe somebody explained it to me like is it just these are the dates they ended up with this is the best they can get i think I maybe know. it's just to keep so they don't have to tape so much because what they do is they shoot the big show and then they tape two days afterwards and i think just right. two days they just tape everything until the next and then all that is just focused on the big next big show and they just go to the next big show and just do that just because they tape so frequently for you know the type of thing that they do so but honestly uh, i don't know who the fuck knows man what are y'all doing <laughs> y'all are doing some wild shit over there impact wrestling but watch it a dollar on youtube you can watch the show all you want and five dollars you can watch all the premium shows so it's a good deal, it's a good deal. uh raspy says uh shout out to the fellas for bringing uh, our perspective to the mainstream. Two things. As a dad, Rock gotta get his girl out the PC. Uh, also, okay. 
Eddie's theme, I had that thought, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I had that same thought, so maybe it is just a dad thought. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, Eddie's theme is fire, but I need Tony to pony up and get him What's My Name by DMX. Wow, um, that'd be fire. It would be fire, <laughs> but I actually do like uh, Eddie's theme yeah, a no, lot. Yeah, his theme is pretty dope. Yeah, I like his theme a lot. But a DMX yeah. track would be pretty fire, though. I know. No. I feel like... Like part of what's worked for AEW in this, that should have been pretty hard actually. Part get of it, what's get worked, the money TK. Part of what's worked for both AEW and WWE in their recent, um, uh, I guess, using mainstream tracks is that like the older they are, the cheaper they are, right? right. So like you know the AEW uses a lot of '80s music. The only one WC or WCW, WWE licenses is Ronda Rousey's theme, which is also '80s. And uh, I feel like that's about the best you can hope for right mm -hmm. now. Like stuff that you still hear on uh, the radio, in a sense. Um, and what's my name isn't one you would. So he might be able to get like a Big Daddy Kane track or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Rakim yo, track or something. Yo, Eddie coming out to Ain't No Half Stepping would be wild. Bro. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I, no, honestly, manifest that. Like, I would. <laughs> I would actually kind of love that. Yes. Um, Jennifer says, uh, weekly love and support. Can't wait for the interview drop. Keep shining, gents. Thank you so much. Appreciate this is actually you, a really fun one. And I think it's our longest one. It is. Uh, the one we recorded. Uh, and that's only because they were like, stop. It would have been super long. I think that one would have <laughs> gone so like boring. two hours had uh, we not gotten a DM that was like, hey, we got to go. <laughs> So yeah, that one that was gonna be kind of some full on like Grapsity content, uh, mm. and I hope you all uh, love it. And if not, cool, don't watch it. Uh, but but uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. That's the most I could say is like e either <laughs> enjoy it or don't. America, um, love it or leave it. Remember they used to say that in <laughs> WWF? I used to be like, that. I don't, something about that doesn't feel good. And I was a little kid when they were saying it. And I'm like, I don't know that. When Shawn Michaels was telling Bret Hart that, I was like, I don't, that's not really hidden from me. Maybe because I was a big Bret Hart fan, but something always felt weird about it. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you was on some wild shit, HBK. Bald head HBK. Yeah. But you know, there were certain wrestlers who like never got roped into doing like, pro-america angles like that because they knew they were whack like mm -hmm. um think about how like hunter for example like sean had to work well but hunter mm -hmm. never in his whole career had to work an angle where he had to be like pro-america like waving right. an american flag none of that like uh anytime john cena was in that type of angle hunter was as far away from that as possible because he knew he yeah. absolutely knew that is not stuff i want to be doing right. that's not stuff you, i would you, be doing cena came back out with the salute man uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. cena had the flag the marines behind him all kind of shit yeah nah, but uh hunter on the other hand the most you ever saw him do anything like that is like tribute to the troops like dx mm -hmm. comes out and right They've got nah, the man. once once that rap voice came off, boy. You know what time it was, Cena. He was out there. <laughs> yes, I knew what time it was. It was it was a uh, time for me to go, and I, <laughs> I went. <laughs> I told y'all in that in that conversation we had after we recorded this week what time it was, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and we've got a couple more on the Humper Chat front. 
uh, of trying to get these going. So we got one from Van Twinblade. Uh, it says, Glory Pro card for July 24th in Let's two go, parts. Baby. Uh, Outlaw versus Tootie, belt for belt. Rohit mm. versus Davy Richards, number Banger. one contender match. Warhorse versus Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan the Dad with PME versus Cody Lane with Davy Band and hold on. Uh, August Matthews, Maxine mm-hmm. Paler versus uh, Ali Catch, and then yep. continued in part two. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Twin Blade be going hard for Glory Pro. That's a hard card, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to try and split this into two for him because it's, it's a whole lot of because ca- it's a whole lot of characters. So <laughs> I'm trying to uh, to help help a boy out here. We owe him. Yes, we do. Uh, so. Continuing on with Glory Pro goodness, uh, it says uh, part two: Camaro Jackson versus Mike Bennett, Jake something, and Ethan Price versus the Hustle and the Muscle. Technical mm. difficulties versus Grindhouse. Yeah, uh, he's got a little bit more here, and <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, also, Ethan Page, uh, MNG before the show. Oh, meet and greet uh, before the show. If you are local to St. Louis, tickets still available. All right. Shout out to Glory Pro. Watch Glory Pro. Get IWTV to watch all the itty goodness. Um, and let's see. We got Anwar. Anwar says, "What you got for us, Anwar?" Uh, Anwar says, "What was your most rewarding moment as a wrestling fan?" Uh, we still want that '90s R&B retrospective episode. Will enjoy your weekends. Uh, mine is uh, easily I cry. The first time I ever cried as a wrestling fan was WrestleMania 35. Kofi Kingston. I I had to run away from my seat. I was so I was like, oh my, uh, like all my emotions just. Came out. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't want to see. I don't want anybody to see me like this. I'm like, yo, don't nobody, nobody can see me like this. I had to run away. Like that was like, yo, this is like I I haven't felt that moment. Like that was it. Kofi Kingston. Um. Uh, I, let me see, because Kofi was a big one. Like, I've got a video of my kids just, like, celebrating, running around the living room. Like, that was a big moment for us, mm-hmm. which is crazy when you consider that, like, that is how effective that angle was. Right. My favorite wrestler, like, ever is Brian Danielson, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that, nah, for a moment, Brian Danielson is not that guy. Like, Brian, Brian. Danielson has to be Brian the enemy. Brian Danielson, the greatest wrestler <laughs> of our fucking generation, man. Come on. Yeah, but for the moment, Brian Danielson's got to be the enemy because this is Kofi mania. This is Kofi's time. and That made it better, honestly, I think. Yeah. Brian yeah, the, fa- you know? yeah. The fact that WWE Championship is like, like Brian Danielson <laughs> is in this moment. Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? This is yeah. this is amazing. I, I can't uh, fight that. Um, I mean, I guess on the other end of that, like, you know, Yeslemania is a big one. Um, talking about Brian, uh, along those same lines. Brian was pretty, he was along those lines too, definitely. Cause it, it felt like he wasn't going to get the opportunity. He got fired at one point. There was all this shit he went through. And then for them to be like, okay, it's fine. It felt like the moment happening. WrestleMania 30, I put up there too. I guess, I guess that's what you're talking about. Cause like his moment was like, yo, I can't believe. Like, how do we get to, like, Brian Danielson being the man? Like, when I used to watch him in Ring of Honor, I never thought that he would be that guy. And right. then he was that fucking guy. He was on the front of the New, the New Orleans newspaper holding up the two belts. And it's like, what, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, I guess my real answer is <laughs> real answer. Uh, honestly, <laughs> to me, I, like the moment that I, I still, I think there's like a home video of me like going crazy. But um, Backlash 2000, um, and a big reason for that uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, part of the uh, the biggest reason for that is how much they like strung us along for a year on The Rock getting that big win. Like <laughs> it, it was. The Rock was getting title shots like once a month, and every time he got fucked. Every he was the number time. one contender straight like, up for like all two years. the he time. Was just the guy. <laughs> yeah, and it was like babyface Rock kept getting these title shots. He faced the Undertaker, King of the Ring, lost. He faced Hunter countless times and just lost. And every it was time like he lost to Hunter. A part of my soul just died. I was right, like, <laughs> like that first it. episode of SmackDown. Rock versus Hunter for the WWF title. Shawn Michaels, a special guest referee. Rock gets screwed. And then it was like, okay, WrestleMania 2000 has to be Rock's night, right? Like it, it, the McMahon in every corner. This is the Rock's night. It has to be it. And then he still got screwed. And I'm like, it's, what are you going to do for the Rock? How is the Rock going to just have this moment? Speaking of which, his Royal Rumble win. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, the segments he was doing with Big Show have to be one of the funniest <laughs> the funniest rock segments ever, bro. I yeah. cried laughing. At that. Yeah, that was some of my favorites. But yeah, but like, and then they even strung us along throughout Backlash, right? right. Because like Backlash, they Vince McMahon gets on the mic and he's like, "Well, I know we advertised Stone Cold, but Stone Cold's not here." And crowd is just pissed. And like the whole, even just through the night, we're just like, "Give us this rock moment. We just mm-hmm. want it." And then. Uh, all the all, whole deck is stacked against the Rock. Yeah, Shane McMahon is special guest referee. You've got um, Patterson and Briscoe just coming out here beating on the Rock. Like all the stuff that just. And then when Austin's music hits and he comes out with the steel chair, lays everybody out. Rock hits people's or yeah, um, hits a spine buster on Hunter and then people's elbow. Stephanie shoves Linda and then. Earl Hebner. You baby-faced Earl Hebner, the guy who committed the fucking screw job. You baby-faced this guy. <laughs> baby-faced Earl Hebner. The pop of his career comes out. The pop of his career. <laughs> Look, Earl Hebner was never going to, like, I mean, that man got you screwed Brett Chance before this and after. But yeah. in this particular time period, they managed to get Earl Hebner cheered. And this man comes out to the ring, big pop, and he delivers the one, two, three. The Rock is the champ. I was like elated over the moon. Finally, The Rock has become WWF champion. And yeah, this is great. It, it was, yeah, I, I mean, loved it. That, that's the most rewarding moment to me. Was, yeah. And it made Backlash matter, oddly enough, because that was one of those pay per views that, like the year before, like pretty much all the side pay per views were like, you know, the ones that matter are the big four. Those are the mm-hmm. ones you're going to get the big moments at. And then WrestleMania 2000, like, sucked. And we didn't get the big moment there. The big moment happened a month later at Backlash. And that was the first time that I ever felt like, okay, one of these bullshit-ass pay-per-views actually kind of <laughs> matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that that was a rewarding moment for me. What about you, Phil? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I mean, Kofi is an obvious answer for me because I was a big Kofi fan way before Kofi Mania. I was one mm-hmm. of those guys that was on either message boards or on Twitter going like, yo, make Kofi champion. He's been mm-hmm. ready. Um, I remember one year they put that uh, black champions thing out and I was like, still haven't. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? 
read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Still haven't been a black WWE champion yet other mm-hmm. than Rock. And somebody was like, who's there? And I was like, Kofi. Mm-hmm. And so when it finally happened, I was like, I've been telling y'all for years, book my guy as champion. So mm-hmm. that was rewarding. But I would also say Kenny fighting, finally beating Okada is one of those really rewarding, rewarding. Um Him, you know, being on the Young Bucks shoulders like the end of a karate movie. Mm-hmm. It was great. As the culmination of all, like, the greatest matches of all time. Yeah, that's pretty fucking rewarding for sure. Um, we got another one. Eloquent says, uh, peace, fellas. Went to Dynamite last Wednesday. First right. ever live show, and it was so much fun. Loved every second of it. Got to catch the TJPW show later today. Saw lots of people tweeting about it. Um, Shout out to the homie Eloquent, as always. Go to eloquent.bandcamp.com and get that shit. And you went to a crazy show because that Eddie Kingston match to catch the match yeah was brother yes uh, so first off first ever show like that blows my mind Uh, well you would think that would blow my mind but like i sat next to a guy at um an arthur ash at grand slam last year and he was like yeah this is my first show like ever and i'm like that blows my mind because of the fact that like Look, I've been to like a hundred WWE shows at this point. I've been to indie shows. Like I've been to, uh, a, yeah. and I've probably been to like fifteen AEW shows at this point. Uh, but I have been to a lot over the years, right? But AEW still feels so new to me right. that when somebody says their first show is an AEW show, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. It, yeah, that that. Yeah, no, but, but uh, thinking about it, I I've been hearing that pretty often about people. Mm-hmm people yeah. having their first show last night the homie ness was at his first independent wrestling show he's ever went to um i hear people saying that shit all the time especially with aew because like i don't know it, it seems like at times wwe didn't seem as accessible which sounds insane for some reason but uh aew has cheap tickets they have uh, i don't know it's just something about aew just draws them out so yeah, WWE tickets are expensive. Right, you know what I mean? Tickets are expensive. I, I yeah. do think, though, that um, I think Tony could do a much better job of selling the experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the things that the AEW like, doesn't do at all is right. 
Um, and WWE doesn't really do it at all anymore either, but like that was the thing that used to draw me to shows. Do you remember WWF used to run these ads in the middle of commercial breaks where it'd be like, the attitude, the excitement, yeah. nothing beats yeah, the experience of, of the mm-hmm. WWF it was, live. It was like it, it, camera going in and out like those yeah. uh, girl, girls going yeah. wide. Uh, right, right. Um, but, they, but they would show, <laughs> they would like show shots of the <laughs> audience the and, they, and they'd be like, you want to be here. This is the place right. that you want to be. Look at how much fun all these people are having. And, and I, I feel like... So bad, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I feel like AEW could probably do a better job of selling that. Like, the crowd itself kind of sells it of, like, look how much fun they're having. These are Mm -hmm. fans. But, like, really, like, push that. Like, do some, like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, push the idea that, look, these fans, like, have a great-ass time here. You want to be here Mm -hmm. because you want to be a part of this. Like, I I, I think that um, it's almost an easy sell because of the fact that uh, fans do enjoy being at those shows. That's great. Um, That's funny because I was just looking the other day to find Fight TV put out that tweet. What was your first ever wrestling show? And I went through a bunch of I was trying to find I went to like these uh, archives of just WWF house shows. And so it's crazy because they were in California legit. Like I, I went through like probably like 1991 to like 1994 and they were coming to California every month like legit mm-hmm. every single month for like four years it could have been before that and after that but like it's crazy how consistently they were out here just yeah. do and consistently they were touring it's like I see why all these wrestlers were like they were because these schedules were insane I mean do you man. see uh Austin Creed posted his schedule for uh, just this coming yeah week. I did see that yeah. and I'm like Man, like the fact that he has like breathe in his schedule just because at some point. I mean, his is a little more extreme because he has a TV yeah, show, he, but still, I mean. He's out here, but damn. it's just like be at this house show, be at this house show, be at TV. Mm-hmm. Then you got G4. Then you got up, up, down, down, breathe. <laughs> you got... Yo, his, by the way, his profile picture at the moment is hilarious. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen it? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No, it's hilarious. It's it's a picture of him punching somebody on the ground, and it has like the, <laughs> it has like vaguely uh, Jackie Chan in the background being <laughs> being excited and approving of it. <laughs> yeah, <It's> great. <laughs> the um, that sounds hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and if you've never seen uh, one of my favorite interviews I've ever done, by the way, is the interview I did with uh, Danielle Fischel last year, Topanga. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, she talked about the, that Boy Meets World episode they had filmed at, like, a house show in... Mm-hmm. With Vader and, uh... Yeah, with, uh, uh with Vader. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, and that was filmed at a house show in Cali, and, uh... California, they... baby, I'm telling you, yes, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, but like, I actually it... found one of the, I think, I don't think it was the first show I ever went to, but it was the second show I ever went to, and it was at mm-hmm. Bakersfield College, and it was main evented by Razor Ramon and Diesel. And I just remember at one moment, I got like a, a a replica, but one of the little replica belts. And I remember at one point I was just yelling at Razor and Diesel for like a long time. The match had already started. And I was just like, hey, look at my belt, like to them for so long. And then I just like snapped back into reality be like, what are you doing? Like everybody's sitting down, like you're being weird. I always remember that moment. That's a forever moment, 1994. Pro wrestling, it'll never leave, man. What a great time. I love it here. <laughs> I remember one time I was at a show. First wrestler I ever met. Um, and shout out to this experience. And RIP to the man. Uh, I met Canyon. And mm. uh, and he signed one of my belts. 
and uh everyone he, always has such nice things to say yeah. about him he seemed like he was like the greatest guy like but he hesitated right he was like should i sign this i'm not a world champion he was uh my big gold and he was like i'm not a world champion and i was like you will be and he was like that's right and like signed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's damn that's what's up yeah so Shout yeah Matt, Canyon. Keep it yeah, Matt Canyon. He, was, he was actually like i said the first wrestler i ever met when i was uh, a teenager mm. um First person I'd ever seen on TV and then seen in person. So, uh, shout out Smiley. Good morning, boys. Wanted to stop through and say hi. Love y'all. Hey, What's we up? love you too. Tracy. Appreciate What's good, Tracy? <laughs> it was friend. funny. Somebody asked her what her real name was, and she said, just go watch Grapsity because they drop it all the time. Tracy, I'd be saying it all the time. Tracy, what's up? Text me, my friend. I, I saw that on Twitter, and it just had me laughing. Shout out, Tracy. Um, and shout out, Kate, too. Uh, oh, what's she, up, said, Kate? Uh, she said realized last night bianca is the only black woman on the main we realized that a while ago yeah. <laughs> uh and only two black women in nxt yikes uh love for the graps fellas keep that same energy but this used to be wakanda is what they were telling they were no, telling man, us this nah. was the end all be all though nah fix your white balance wwe <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that needs to fix your white balance bro <laughs> Kai says, can we manifest a long live Morgan title run, please? Love please, to see it. Take um, Ronda Rousey to bed. Yeah. Like go Oof. have have go be a mom, because we are good here. Nessie Ness TV says, shout out to Reg and West Coast Pro. Last night was dope Nessie, for real. That, for was real. His, that was his first uh, independent wrestling show and he got the experience. You know me at an independent wrestling show, and if you're kicking I me, know. Like, Reg at an independent show. Mad Reg. Mixy boy in the building when it's <laughs> Super a wrestling mixy. show, boy. I'm telling you, I love. I love nothing like just being at an independent wrestling show, standing in the back, absorbing all the fans, talking to wrestlers. Just it's it's the best. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt says so to steal a line from my favorite roads. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> shake it my head at the creepy old man. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about. Uh, <sighs> Creepy old men uh, here in just a moment. Uh, let's see what else. They're talking about, um, Ryan said, uh, my best bros now are from message boards in 1998. That's I mean, sad. look, man, we, that that's really what, what it was like. Forever. And they call, they used to call them nerds. Like, oh, you're well, on yeah, message that, boards all day. You don't even have any friends. Now I got a bunch of friends. Yeah, I mean, the the weird thing about that is that, like, back then, like, that was a really nerdy thing, right? To, like, mm-hmm. meet people online, yep. to to know people from the internet, and to have friends that you you know from the internet, right? Like, I, I'm not going to lie. That's who I was. I, yeah. I was... Uh, but the hard super, thing was... Super risky as well. But, oh, at the no. time. oh, yeah, no, my, my mom was like, do you know who you're talking to online? Like, are these other 13-year-olds, or are these... Li-? And I'm like... I think so. <laughs> my mom doing her job because it was definitely yeah. some creepy. Yeah, and in in hindsight, though, my mom was definitely doing her job. She mm-hmm. was asking the right questions. Uh, but yeah, back then, and, and the weird part was finding that balance, like striking that balance between like I had my my IRL friends and mm-hmm. I had my uh, my internet friends, and then there were times where I'm like, nah, I just wanted to like go online and just like chat. Uh, yeah. I want to open aim and i have friends that are like ah you gotta come do the thing and i'm like no i have a another thing i have to get to and like what's that i'm like 
watching Raw with uh, with friends in a chat room. <laughs> you were uh, doing, uh, what was my man? I don't remember that kid's name at first, kid, but he was typing on whatever that snake message board was to that one creep guy. <laughs> yeah, for his first kid. Whatever that was. That was, that was weird scenes in that movie. Why was that in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hilarious. Mike uh, from Indeed says... Shout out to Mike, uh, Indeed, baby, Tuesdays. Uh, says happy Saturday. Hope you're all having a good one. No questions, just sending love. Well, it's, it's us. Yeah, we appreciate we appreciate you. the love. Always appreciate the love. A uh, couple more, and then we'll get into it. Uh, Shane Monster says shout out to Alex Windsor for winning the TJPW International Princess Championship. Did not see that coming, by the way. Um, that was. Uh, I don't know. I was expecting the eventual comeback from Maki, and then we just didn't see it. She's beat nah, her. Nah, Maki threw up that uh, <laughs> that middle finger. Alex uh-huh. felt the way, man. She uh, folded her right on up with the power bomb after <laughs> that, and put her yeah. away. I know, right? Um, Japan needed a new cocky Brit since Priestley hater left stardom. Um, man, I was just telling you. When is the last time you've heard anybody talk about B Priestley? Like since she made the move to NXT UK, you don't hear anybody. I mean, she got hurt for a little bit though, and now and then um, I know she's back. Uh, so I'm sorry, Blair Davenport. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's her name over there? Yeah, Blair Davenport. And I'm still like, but yeah, like (laughs) I I feel bad because like she was hot at one point with Stardom, and now it's like. Well, luckily, they're using NXT UK as a developmental for NXT 2.0, which sounds wild yeah. as fuck. So <laughs> maybe she'll be over there. Well, soon. That, they kind of always were, though, because like Tony Storm went. Yeah, from, you're right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. One to the next to the next. Same with Rhea Ripley. Right. Um, Tim Gordon Ray. says, uh, shout out with the idea of the All Atlantic uh, belt being clear now, AEW should make an All Pacific belt and give it to Rhea Mizunami to defend in Japan. I would love that. I love Rhea. Uh, Sheeta. I would say, <laughs> and look, I know, I know, I'm the Sheeta fan. Big surprise, like get, get a Nikki out here. But the, the and the reason is because one, Sheeta's like actually signed to the company, right. um, and she also has a like full time residence in Jacksonville. So it's one of those things where she, it'll just work out. It'll work out because she is frequently in Japan, but she also um, is a, an American resident. So then she can kind of pull off both. And I feel like that would also give me what I've been asking for, which is that, look, give Sheeta a run in front of fans. Um, I said on Twitter last night that people forget because of how long it's been. But, like, Sheeta's rise in AEW was so organic that Mm -hmm. uh, she just got naturally over with people um, over time. It just kind of happened. It just unfolded in front of fans. I remember that first match she had on Dynamite. Um, cause like she had had a couple matches in AEW previously. She had had the match with Riho at, um, all out and she had had the, uh, the, um, the Joshi match at double or nothing, but her first dynamite match was against, uh, I want to say Shanna. Um, and it was, it was Shanna. Yes. And I think that was on the, I could probably even pinpoint the date and probably the city. I think it was October 30th, Mm -hmm. 2019. Mm -hmm. And I think the city was Charleston, West Virginia. Um, But the, (laughs) uh, so the thing about that match though, was like, 
the crowd was almost like disinterested when it started. But by the end of the match, they were like really into it, really into Sheeta. Mm-hmm. And then you could kind of hear it as the weeks went by. Like you had the match with Britt, and Britt was the baby face in that match, but like fans were into Sheeta. When they had that four way that wasn't supposed to happen because it was originally supposed to be Chris Statlander versus Riho, but then Chris Statlander had that booking. So then they were like, well, then Riho's going to defend the belt against the other three contenders in the top five. And that ended up being. Um, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and Sheeta. And Sheeta got cheered in that match over everybody to the point of where they were like Sheeta chance over the other two baby faces, Riho and Britt Baker, who you would have assumed would have been the ones that they were kind of more behind. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it was the last dynamite with the crowd before everything shut down, which is in Salt Lake City, where the holy Sheeta chant started. In a, in a tag match, it was Sheeta and Chris Statlander versus. Nyla Rose and B Priestley. Ha, we're bringing it full circle. Um, and that match in particular, uh, one of the things I remember about that was one, she got pinned. Not only did they she lose, she got pinned in that match. Um, but that was where the holy she just chant started. That the crowd was just naturally getting into her as the weeks went on. Pretty much as time kept going, she was getting naturally more over. But then when it was like, okay, so we have to pull the trigger on a title win for her. She's like the first naturally over female that the roster had developed. And by the time it came time to pull the trigger on the title win, there's no crowd. And like that sucked to me. That that sucked that uh, the big payoff for her getting over with fans didn't get to happen in front of fans. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that that loss she took in that tag match was the only loss she took in 2020, isn't it? Uh, no, she took another one um, in another tag match. Uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, that's what it is. She didn't lose any singles matches. Though. She didn't lose any singles matches, uh, other than the four way. She wasn't pinned in that four way though. Britt got pinned. Uh, yeah. But yeah, in 2020, she had three losses. It was the tag matches and. Um, that that opener, God, I like I I, I know she has career really well. <laughs> Talk yeah, about she all <laughs> yes, as champion that people were acting like she wasn't over because that just wasn't true. Um, no, it wasn't, it, and it, and that was the thing that was bugging me. Right, we were like, um, you know, there's an infamous clip of somebody going uh, that she was only being pushed because she was with Kenny, which like wasn't true at that time, yeah, especially. That was, that was yeah, and that was, that was horseshit, and it was like, words. yeah, um, and. My big problem with that was that that completely ignored how naturally over she had gotten with mm-hmm. fans uh, as Dynamite was just playing out. And she didn't even debut on Dynamite till a month in. But, like, you could see people were just gravitating to her. And then, like I said, then Holy Sheeta happened. And you could even see her. Like, she got on Twitter immediately after. She was like, Holy Sheeta. And, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, her thing now. She had it written on her face yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or this morning at... Uh, uh, at Summer Sun Princess, like she has run with Holy Sheeta. Uh, yeah, and also that's super dope what they're doing with Pack. I'm excited to see him defending yeah. this belt all over the world. They're gonna Tony Khan announced they're gonna broadcast the match, the, the Red Pro match, this uh, Tuesday on AW Dark. Showtime. So that's dope. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's a great idea. And if because uh, that was great. that was my concern about the announcement of pack having these defenses i thought is aw gonna have this footage if they mm-hmm. don't then um like it's you a great it's Tony Khan's it, gonna get him some yeah. footage bro because i'm like it's a great <laughs> sell it's a great sell for um 
anybody who can get their hands on booking pack, right? Because all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're going to see got a match on dark. Yeah. And you got the AEW All Atlantic Championship being defended here. But if you don't have the footage. They're going to show clips of it on Dynamite, too. He said that, yeah, they're going to show it on Dynamite. Like, this is a. This is exactly what Pac essentially needed if he can't be here as often as he used to be. This is great. Um, Yeah, seeing him defend the title, and then you can basically have Pac be the the showcase guy. Uh, I actually really love it. And Pac against anybody ever is amazing, so it's going to be great. (laughs) But yeah, it's nothing against Ryo Mizunami. It's just more so um, I would think somebody under contract would work out better. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki is under contract, so she is another one that I could see doing that for. Mm-hmm. Um, but either that or sign Ryo Mizunami, I guess that's, that's another thing you could do, yeah, but, I but I would say either Shida or Yuka would be the two I would go for, or, hey, Riho, why not? Um, uh, she deserves another shot. She's right, another yeah. one to run back. Yeah. I would love to see Rio as champion again. Mm-hmm. Yes. She and, um, and Mesa Ruga were, uh, fire. High, come on, man. High speed style match, man. They were killing it. Yeah, just killing it. Great stuff. Uh, Forbidden Door was uh, dumb punk. It was me and my fiance's first show. What? Wow. <laughs> I've been a fan for 20 years. It's wow. unbelievable. It took me this long. Forbidden Door. And that was the show y'all went to? It's crazy out here. Oh, That's man. insane. United Center, Chicago, Illinois. Amazing. Mecca That's so, such a great show to go what to. What better place to time. see it? Come on. Yep. That's crazy being a fan for 20 years and never going to a wrestling show. You were just like never interested. Like what mm-hmm. what's the uh that's interesting. Oh, Tom Anderson. Uh, the MySpace dude. Um no, not actually the MySpace <laughs> dude. But um he says um West Coast was fun yesterday. My Let's son's go, first baby. show. Well, this is Tom from RBR email fans. Love your new show. Doesn't really feel all that new to me anymore because I've been doing it nine months. But yeah. thank you, I appreciate that. West and yeah, Coast of course, Pro, baby, woo 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 woo, my homies out here, everybody's representing. Of course, I remember Tom from the uh, the RBR emails. He's a teacher um, and lives in well, obviously in Cali, um, California. Yeah. I uh, remember Tom. How do you remember that? What's your brain? What's in there, dude? <laughs> How do you remember what Tom from fucking MySpace, the first guy that's the, your guy when you start your MySpace page? How do you remember his <laughs> occupation? I don't get it. <laughs> no, I remember that. Uh, I remember a lot about people I meet, though. Uh, yeah. And I, I get that a lot, too, when like people have uh, or people who have been interacting with the shows I host. Uh, I, I get that a lot when I meet people. I remember at Arthur Ashe. Um, I met a dude, Will from New Jersey. Shout out, Will from New Jersey. Um, met him, and he's like, I'm not sure if you know who I am or remember. I'm like, of course I do. Like, what are you talking about? I'm, You're Will from New Jersey. Um, and, <laughs> like, it just happens. Uh, That's amazing. But let's see. Chris says, first time catching live in a while. I'm so excited for Eddie's barbed wire death match. My sister bought me ticks for Dynamite a while ago for my birthday that week. She is flying down to Atlanta. That's right. That's awesome. the uh, Atlanta show. Um, and I know that because Darby was talking about, uh, being inside about like not having to drive very far because, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's where he lives. Mm-hmm. Um, ATL, yeah. Speaking of ATL, your boy, 
Baron is wrestling. Oh, I sent that. That's really happening. Yeah. I sent that to a friend who doesn't watch wrestling just to be like, look, it is wild out here right now. Yo, Lil Scrappy <laughs> and Baron Black are facing off in the main event of fucking Battle Slam. This is, I can't even. I don't, <laughs> you don't want no problem. Scrappy's here. I hope Scrappy's mom's there from Love and Hip Hop. She's amazing. Mama D. <laughs> I love Mama <laughs> D. I deserve. She was amazing. I hope she walks him to the ring and uh, this is going to be amazing. I love what Baron Black is doing. It always annoys me, by the way, that WWE only capitalized on it one time, and it was in a video game. But Lil Scrappy literally had a song called "Money in the Bank," and uh, in the- yeah, they should have. They should have gotten that. I feel like, especially considering how like awful that song that they use, like they used that the the fake Donald Trump song they had mm-hmm. uh, for money. so long. Money, 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 money. Awful. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, they very well could have just like I, I would have every year. Uh, it needs to just start out with the doop doop. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, I want it now. Man. But yeah, the first because uh, the first SmackDown versus Raw that had Money in the Bank in it. Had that song in in the game itself, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. Um, Speaking of, if anybody want to get a beat down, I just got you got it. I saw that. K22 Xbox One. I'm not that great at it, but I will beat you. My first wrestler I picked out the gate, homeboy. He's a friend of the show, Swerve Strickland. That's who Billy plays as too. But if what a great character to play with, man. Uh I'm a bust him out here. That is not who Swerve plays as. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah, most, I, I would Even though that man, that man did all of his own mocap in the game, like it all of like his, it. yeah, all of his like, movements. Everything looks great in this. It's it's all accurate. He did his own mocap for it, and so like he, his is accurate, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, he he don't play as himself. I won't say who he plays as. That's uh, hilarious that he did his mocap because I was thinking like, damn, this shit. Hold really on, I'm gonna type like in the sweater, chat bro. who he does play as, and you're gonna laugh. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> 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 Not surprised. But no. yeah, so. Um... <laughs> For why? <laughs> But yeah, so no, I get it, that's how it is for that guy. Uh-huh. Like Yo. people like like in the industry, like people mm-hmm. like that guy. Yeah. So. Um. So Nathan DePaul says, uh, "That's hilarious." Uh, what? Could that happen? I don't know. Sorry, I, I didn't even read it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> um, sorry, Pack versus El Hijo del Vikingo at Triple Mania for the All Atlantic. Who says no? Um, I say I mean, yes, please. <laughs> Conan, like I don't know. Conan. No, I feel like this could that could definitely be a thing. I, that yeah, could definitely yeah. work. I could definitely uh, see Pack in Mexico. Um. All right. So let's talk about it. All right. We are an hour into the show. We've avoided the topic that is the title of this episode, right? Nasty award. Get him out the fucking cupboard. Dust bro. it off, mm. buddy. Man. <laughs> what is the the nasty dick award? The oh NDA. My God. Uh, that's don't Jesus Christ. Alright. So we got more updates on old Vince uh this past yesterday <laughs> this past friday <laughs> this past friday wall street journal published it seems it. like it's been a week but that, that was a long day yesterday <laughs> no. uh, they published an update um revealing at least over the last 15 years um 
12 million dollars in payments made to uh women by vince mcmahon uh to silence them for sexual um indiscretions holy shit 12 million dollars they only paid 8 million dollars for wcw what the yeah yeah 12 million dollars like you you could have brought five wrestling companies with that you see uh, missy hyatt uh went over a list of things that could have been paid for she's like health insurance for wrestlers like just a whole list of things that 12 million dollars could have paid for like buy some high-end hookers like what are you talking about 12 million dollars like yeah. if you're I, gonna be giving up the money, give it up for some a good cause, not for yeah. being a creeper. I know, right? Like you don't Okay. So let, let's talk about it though. So Vince McMahon and WW er, so the of course there's questions here, right? Like, is this it? I've I've talked to wrestlers who have asked that very question, like, is this is this the moment? Is this the one? Um, I don't know. I, I can't say what's gonna be the one because uh the reason that Vince got to this point is because he's been fairly untouchable for the last four decades that he has felt like he can get away with whatever he wants to. I thought uh, there was a bunch of the ones coming up already. I'm like, Oh, this is the one in 1998. Oh, this is the one into, you know what I mean? Like, and it hasn't mm-hmm. been the one. So, uh, you know, it's hard to say that's, I agree, you know, but it's a different time now. Yes. Um, it's a very different time. Uh, people do not let things go. Things do not just disappear. Uh, and, the the way that companies um bow to public pressure these days is mm-hmm. uh is almost unprecedented as well yeah. um where you know in days prior to social media there was no public pressure to adhere to shit just kind of disappeared if the news wasn't talking about it mm-hmm. and so all you had to do is just wait things out it goes away and then you can resume life as normal that doesn't happen today oh. uh this stuff exists forever and this one exists forever. Um, guys, I'm going to tell you. Uh, there's a couple of people named in this, uh, not named in this article, but mentioned in this article that uh, there, there's details about what went on. Um, there's one particular person uh, where the article, and I'm going to pull it up in my phone, um, states, uh, where is it? Uh, there it goes, um, where it says the previously unreported settlements include a $7.5 million pact with a former wrestler who alleged that Vince McMahon coerced her into giving him oral sex and then demoted her and ultimately declined to renew her contract in 2005 after she resisted further sexual encounters, according to people familiar with the matter. And then there's another one that had stated that in a 2006 agreement, a former manager who had worked 10 years for Mr. McMahon before he allegedly initiated a sexual relationship with her was paid $1 million to keep quiet about it according to people familiar with the deal here's the thing this is not something you need to speculate about publicly this is not something who's uh do so privately if you're going to do it um i because i recognize humans are naturally curious humans are going to try and figure these things out sleuths are going to try and do the thing fine um but just recognize that uh i'm going to repeat what sean ross said about all this yesterday which was that the uh, if they've signed NDAs, they can't defend themselves. They can't confirm or deny what's taking place here. So bringing their names up publicly 
is uh, basically subjecting people to scrutiny that they otherwise can't discuss. And so I don't see any reason or purpose in doing so. Um, but man, this motherfucker's nasty. Like, That's pretty much uh, it. Yeah, yeah no, nah, this is... <laughs> It just at least so leaves so many questions as to every woman that's ever been in this fucking company. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how every everyone ever every all of your favorites have they had to deal with this shit? Every single one of them. There's questions surrounding them now. Did they? If they didn't, why not? Like there's all these things. Mickey James tweeted something kind of wild. I didn't. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she should have tweeted that. But it's like all these questions of like all these women that have ever worked for this company for forty years. Did they all have to deal with that? There's so much surrounding this, and it's like I mean, now there's still women there. Know? Now you got to get this guy. This guy can't exist in a space where there's all these people that could still be influenced by this person. It's just, it's. It's a, it's a lot. And, and there's uh, also in the article, there's a big settlement that came out from uh, John Laurinaitis as well. Right. Um, so this. Uh, mm, yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty. And, and he was di- he's directly, uh, you know, handling the hiring and firing John Laurinaitis. Like he's he's talent relations. He's the guy. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just. And there's rumors that there's more to come. But at the end of the day, uh, as far as the wrestling operations are concerned, everybody at SmackDown last night said it was business as usual. Of course. uh, There. And I mean, I don't know if it was business as usual as the show was written because, like, what was that show last night? That was. um... Look. (laughs) <laughs> I try not to just like harp on what is that uh, what does what does that do like is that promotion or do you want to see SummerSlam now like I don't know what's the point of the show is what I'm like I, well I, uh, I, I didn't watch it guys sorry uh look I, okay. I watched it for 30 reckon... minutes before I went to West Coast Pro and th- I didn't see shit in that 30 minutes and look, that's insane I, for a wrestling I, show you're paying for this I recognize that I'm a very simple wrestling fan. And when I say I'm a simple fan, I mean that it doesn't take much to get me into a match. Like, literally, exactly. you show me that um, uh, that Briscoe's promo that they cut on Twitter, and I'm like, match is built, I'm in. I don't, if you show me nothing else uh, from Briscoe's FTR going into Death Before Dishonor. And all FTR had to say was, we want to do it again. And, and, and Briscoe but, uh, came through, and I want to see but, it so I was bad. like, I was like on the fence like when FTR was like, we want to do it again. And I'm like, what's the justification? And then the Briscoes cut this promo, and they're like, so, nah, we want to do this again. It was the worst night of our – like, you all talk about this was a great match. Yeah. No, that was a, the worst night of our careers. And I'm like – yeah. Let's go, baby. Book Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm very easily sold. Doesn't take much to please me as a wrestling fan. All I need is, like, a little bit of hype and a match. Yeah. I'm good. Um, yeah, but, like, I, I this show, it, I am shocked. I'm not well, one I, of those... I guess that that kind of that makes it feel more like business as usual because it's a shitty show. Like of no, but like shitty show. like I, I like I'm not even one of those stopwatch type guys. But at the after the show was over, um, I looked up and I was like, like when the main event was only a minute and twenty, and I go, what? okay, I have to go back and what was figure the main out. event. 
So they bait and switched us, right? That they had advertised Sheamus versus um, right. Drew McIntyre all night. Winners and then, the, oh. the match at the Castle show. Right. And then um, Sheamus comes out and he basically says, we're not having the match tonight. So instead, it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Butch. And then Drew squashes Butch. And that was it. Now the Butch stuff is working, guys. That's what I keep I keep being told. And so, like, that was the main event, right? And so, main event, like, minute and 20 seconds. And I go, like, was there a full match on this show? And so I went back. Literally, the entire show had 12 minutes and 30 seconds. 12 minutes and 31 seconds worth of actual wrestling on the show. Collectively. In two hours, 12 minutes, 31 seconds was all the wrestling you got in the show. Um, and there, like, wasn't stuff. Like, there was stuff I kind of liked um, in that, uh, you know, the show had the opener segment. Of course, it was like, I have seen this before. I've, I've seen it. I've seen this Seamus, uh, or not Seamus, uh, this Roman Reigns with uh, uh, the Bloodline promo i've seen this that they come out to the ring they stand there and not only they, have you seen this you've heard this they did yeah the, he did the same like they, they they got a promo from three months ago and was like here do it again. yeah and like <laughs> to hype up a match with brock lesnar and like i've seen all of this <laughs> and uh so i was like it like Heyman's good like there's no denying Heyman is great at what he does but i thought i have absolutely seen this and like the lacey evans heel turn was like weird um and <laughs> she never was a face to me. And at the end of the day, um it's like nobody tried here. They, they, I don't know uh, what the show was, but yeah, uh, uh normally I don't like to harp on episodes. Like honestly, if uh if a show was like fine, um or at worst like okay, but like this was like exceptionally bad and mm-hmm. I I could I don't know if there were just, like, distractions backstage. I don't know what happened with that main event. I'm curious, like, detail-wise, what happened with that main event where why did you hype this main event all I'm night? I'm thinking, you know, that what they say about these wrestling, these WWE shows is they're written on the same day, and that day was very busy that day. You well, you wake up in the morning, and your name is ringing bells. You can, Like, it's hard to write a wrestling show when – the world is coming for your neck, you know? So yeah, yeah. he tried to put something together real quick and he didn't put it together real quick. But I don't know this, that show was uh, a, a nightmare. Um, and, you know, I always watch shows, every show I watch, I watch from the perspective of whether I'm watching um, a, a Japanese wrestling show, whether I'm watching an indie show, whether I'm watching WWE, doesn't matter. Any show I watch, I watch from the perspective of, um, paying money for this in the crowd, <laughs> right. right? And exactly. I like what the, somebody spent money on this mm-hmm. uh to You're watching on TV at home at the comfort of your couch, but there are people that are in Yeah, but the but arena. I think about Yeah, I can't ever <laughs> stop thinking about the people in the arena. And at the <laughs> end of that crazy. show, I thought like Look, obviously, especially a WWE show has to strike a balance between offering pro wrestling and offering angles to sell pro wrestling. I get that. But the thing is, there's nothing more crowd-pleasing than the actual wrestling. The fact is, those people, there's a reason why when you say, tonight we're going to see this person versus this person, and the people pop. Because at the end of the day, what the people still want to see is a match. And that is what they paid to come watch no matter who they are. There's a reason that matches get pops when they announce them. 
So when I think about how little wrestling they got on that show, <laughs> I'm just like, and look, I have to draw a comparison because it happened literally an hour later. And not even an hour later, immediately after, right? SmackDown ends, Rampage begins. I said, you got 12 minutes and 31 seconds of wrestling from uh, SmackDown this week. And like, <laughs> to catch the versus Eddie Kingston went 13 minutes. <laughs> they start the show. They say, hey, welcome to the show. And they ring the bell. They're already fighting when they ring. Right. The, when, the, when they start the show, they're in the ring fighting. That's, that's what the fans want to see. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Roman Reigns walk down for 17 fucking minutes <laughs> until he finally. It was 17 minutes of the show. And then he finally said a word. What? Yeah, dude? No thanks. Um Yeah. No, that that show was like exceptionally bad. There are uh cuz like I've been getting enjoyment out of Raw lately. Like I'm not here to just like harp on WWE all the time. Like I I I've gotten enjoyment out of Raw recently. Um but at SmackDown, SmackDown I like usually catch on fast forward. I just happened to be home on a Friday night uh last night and so I watched <laughs> it. Um So what's going to happen with this grandpa? Is he getting out of here? No. Yes or no? You don't think so, Phil? Uh, no. I think so. You uh, think so? Because uh, that report that came out when they were saying that we don't know what we can do without the leadership right. of, 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 of Vince and... Oh, uh, USA Today one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, there's two things here. They might really believe that, but Vince has done such a good job of insulating himself and making himself indispensable mm-hmm. that they he's kind of fooled them into believing that whether it's true or not. And so I don't know, even if he is like, they take away one of his titles. I don't feel like they're ever going to completely get him out of the company. It's his company. It's, it's hilarious. He's been selling for this many years that there's not just one person that's a WWE when the whole time he's been making it that it's him. He's like, I mean, well, no one person is WWE except for me, motherfuckers. This is mine. I mean, that's the thing is they, um, you know, the contingency plans in place are still McMahon's, right? So, yep. like, that... Uh, like, even if he's out, there's still going to be a McMahon Yeah, even, even if it's not a McMahon, it's going to be a guy that's loyal to him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it, so, I don't, I don't feel like you're ever going to get him completely out of the company until he's, like, gone and in the ground, which, of mm-hmm. course, not wishing that on the guy. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he's going to be a part of the decision-making for this company until he's gone. Um, I really feel that way. I'd be surprised if that's not true. Like, but I think I feel like at this, at some point NBC and them are going to start applying pressure. Cause this can't like the executives at NBC are getting emails all, they've been getting emails all day, all year at this point. But the hard part, what the fuck is this going on over here? You guys, the hard part is that as has been pointed out by a lot of people, um, USA network, he's part of like 20 different places at uh this point. (laughs) <laughs> like USA Network needs WWE more than WWE needs USA Network. Like the yeah, only reason totally. USA Network floats right now, the reason that they're a top five network is Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remove Raw from the equation, you can keep NXT there. They don't top five anymore. No um, and so it's in NBC needs and not NBC specific as a whole as like Comcast as a whole company, but USA Network very much needs WWE. Fox, mm-hmm. not necessarily. No. Fox. Yeah, right. uh, Fox spent a lot of money and WWE does really well for them on Friday nights, but it's not mm-hmm. Fox's top program. No. Uh, and so they got sports. Yeah. Uh, Fox has <laughs> Fox has sports. Fox has original programming. There's mm-hmm. they've got stuff that beats 
SmackDown right. hand over fist. Like, like they've they're got regular, their regular programs like are, are beating wrestling shows now, on Wednesday nights and shit. Yeah. SmackDown's a good value for them, of course. SmackDown mm-hmm. is a great value for uh, for Fox because um you know, hour for hour, SmackDown is cheaper than pretty much anything Fox puts on, uh, and it runs 52 weeks a year. There are other shows they get, you know, 26 episodes out of, right. uh, and so getting those 52 weeks is is great uh, if you're original Fox content week. every single week. Is original great. content yeah. every single week. That's really mm-hmm. what pro wrestling offers anybody. That's right. why it's valuable to networks because oh, you can keep our name in the headlines all year. That's mm-hmm. great. Like TNT loves the fact that, uh, or TBS now, but TBS loves the fact that. Every single week, TBS gets to say we're a top five network right. um, rather than, you know, these weeks out of the year or these weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. That beats sports. That beats anything you put on. Definitely. Um, and so uh, there's there's absolute value to that. Now, from an advertising standpoint, it doesn't because at the end of the day, those draw better ad numbers. So I feel like Fox could put pressure. Yeah. Does Fox want to put pressure? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I mean, I Look, know. this is a company that uh, that kind of knew of Roger Ailes's um, improprieties for a long time, and then yeah, I was just about to say this: this is Fox. They got a whole bunch of creeps that were. I'm there sure Weinstein is somewhere. Really like they, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't trust them to to yeah, you know, execute or anything. But I don't know. I'm pretty cynical about it. I don't, I don't necessarily believe. Even if Vince is less visible, I don't believe he's going anywhere. Right. Um, I had to believe it to see it at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to see it to believe it. I, to I guess there is a piece of me that's like dreaming about it. It's like, like you can't get past this, Grandpa. There's no way no, that we could get no, past it. But like, I, there's a piece of me that just is like, what is WWE like without Vince? It's crazy. And it sounds great. <laughs> like, just the idea. <laughs> Just the idea of like he hasn't missed a work a day in fucking forty years. Because Even when he's off, he's not off. Like he's never off. Because my brain goes, okay, Vince is out, so that means Kevin Dunn goes with him, well, and that means we could kind of get a new vision for how the product is presented. Life is different. Camera cuts, fam. Life Stop is it. different without KD back there, not Kevin Durant. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, speaking of which, all right. Side note, <laughs> so. I saw um, some dumbass tweet that said something to the effect of that the frequent camera cuts and shaky cams and shit are good for masking the fakeness of pro wrestling. Get out of here. And that, and that we need it, right? No, we don't. This so, ain't the 80s, bro. So, first off, do people realize, like the people who are like all about defending that kind of shit, do they realize that that's a recent phenomenon, like, in the grand scheme of pro wrestling. Like, this isn't something that has been going on forever. Like, uh, the one production dude, I forget who it was, sorry. Uh, but he talked about how it was the Shield that introduced the kind of shaky cam because mm-hmm. they wanted things to look chaotic when the Shield came in. Right. And then it just so happened that, hey, this kind of worked. So we let's just leave it in there and have it all the time. But it was really when the shield was doing those beat downs, those ambushes, they wanted it to look chaotic. So they did frequent camera cuts and, and shaky cams and then it just stuck. But that's not something that like, if you go back and watch anything from 
ruthless aggression era. We didn't see that stuff there. We didn't see any of that stuff for a long time. The majority of John Cena's career didn't have any of that kind of stuff. So don't tell me that. Like, I once put together um, a compilation of every single time because uh, people keep talking about it like it's a fresh spot. But, like, every single time Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton did the whole... um, the spinny, uh, the, spin yeah, the, the sequence, yeah, yeah, going from the twist of fate into the RKO, which people always say uh, they're like, oh, it's an homage to the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble wasn't the first time they did that. They've been doing that since like 06. But um, my point there is that I put together a compilation of every time they did it. But then there's one point where you hit like the year 2017, where all of a sudden Orton hits it and you get a zoom in and a camera cut. And. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but every time you saw it before, then it looked like just a clean wrestling move. Yeah. And then you start seeing zoom ins and camera cuts on the RKO right around like 2017. Uh, and did you have a problem with the fakeness of wrestling before that? Because if not, no, that's not a thing. That's not, this is very, very recent. This isn't uh, something that has been around, especially in at the heights of WWE's popularity. This wasn't stuff they were doing. This is all recent shit that, that for whatever reason, they just got addicted to and doing frequent camera cuts and shaky cameras and and making the show look spastic and uh, awful and, and making me dizzy throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Hey, uh, Super Chats, though, coming in. Uh, Mets Fan for Life says, last shoe to drop for VKM is that secret love child, right? Um, I mean, we did get a storyline out of that, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, he's done awful. some really nasty storylines. Not, not a guy. Not yeah. I bet you saw the video floating around that uh, from yesterday from the Vince McMahon <laughs> DVD. But they put the music behind it uh, to where like making it sound soft. But Stephanie talking about Vince presenting her with the storyline of him being um, her the father of her child. Disgusting. Uh, and she said that was one of two times that she turned down a story. Uh, but that, I remember that, that was from, that was from the McMahon uh, DVD, and she mentioned that yeah, Vince wanted to be the father of her baby on they, TV. They put this out publicly, guys, like uh, yeah, on right. their own content. That's they, why I'm like, why would you guys be surprised? They by produced how this nasty and this released this. Is? Yeah, yeah and, but like, and they put like heartfelt music behind it, like Heart, lighthearted yeah. music. It was like lighthearted music just to be like, yeah, that's quirky, Vince. This is not creepy quirky at all. Vince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were like, when she turned to dad, she was like, and then he presented Shane as the father, and um, and what? <laughs> like that he... makes it better. Like, what? what is wrong with this dude? And not Stephanie was just ultimately him. like, no, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. Um, but yeah, so at not... least that's the one thing that like gives me, uh, I guess, some bit of hope for Stephanie McMahon <laughs> running yeah. things is like. Maybe she at least has enough sense to say no. And apparently no. her and her husband don't really like the camera cuts guy either, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hunter was gearing up to, you know, yeah. he had built a regime. And then mm. they gutted his whole regime and fired everybody. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he was prepared to have Road Dog up there. Yeah. Doing his thing on the main roster. Thirstiest again. New Age outlaw member in the world, all in Tony Khan's DM. Like, yo, Oof. bro, relax. Yo, we can see you. <laughs> but, but yeah, when you think about like, 
When you think about like Trish and you think about how she was the biggest women star at one point and like even she was like being embarrassed on TV by this man. Right. And so it's like if you're doing that on the TV, like imagine what he's doing behind the scenes. That exactly. We don't know about. Like, you had Trish and, walking like a fucking dog on the show. Like who knows what. He tongued like, Trish Stratus in front of his wife. Like, bro, that, come yeah, on. That, watching that whole, that whole, that whole sequence where. He had her bark like a dog and then get undressed. It's embarrassing to watch. Yes, yeah, like, like, it did not yo. age well at all. And they, did they know that TV. didn't age. They absolutely know that didn't age well. Because remember when Linda was running for Senate, they pulled all that stuff from YouTube. Like if sure you posted anything that showed Vince McMahon being inappropriate on television, and it was just that they weren't pulling nothing else from YouTube. They were like hunting down. Like if you did a search for Vince and Candace Michelle gone all that stuff was wiped from the internet while linda was running for senate because they did not want anybody talking about vince on screen let alone off screen they didn't want nobody talking about that stuff during linda's campaign they're like steroid trial is fine but do not show me and trish stratus please do not show me yeah. And trish stratus. <laughs> yeah. Nasty nah, they were guy. hitting you need all to get of your come up and something needs yeah. to happen at least you gotta like go to jail or something i don't know it sounds like you're wild out here bro what the fuck and then denise salcedo reported uh this past week or on friday she reported that uh she's been told that the netflix documentary um which was bag uh which was there's a lot of money put into um but that's been shelved and that was really just going to be like a Vince Puff piece. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, I saw people who were like, nah, this is like the perfect time to have a Vince documentary. I want to know all the shit. No, uh, but, they're not going to talk about none of that. They're going to be talking about WrestleMania no. and all those victories, you know? Not yeah. The shit. Yeah, that, that, that quote from the source on the Denise thing was hilarious. <laughs> that shit, oh, shit, yeah. He said, that shit's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> That was gonna be dying. a bag though. Like that was gonna be another thing. Like people have been talking this week about the Pat McAfee interview and how it was a fuck piece and it helped Vince. That was it was just gonna be an extended version of that. Like just yeah, because it was a Bill Simmons. Vince, you know? It was a Bill Simmons documentary and it was really gonna yeah. focus on the um just like the Andre the Giant one he did. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, it was gonna be a puff piece, and yeah, with some of those Hogan quotes from that doc were mm-hmm. yeah. Like yes, exactly. So either way, that's been shelved. There. So this is where I feel like this is the first time I'm seeing any semblance of consequences for Vince, mm-hmm. and so that's why I do have uh, a little bit of hope here that something actually does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Yeah, I have. I don't know. Uh, I have talked. I think. To I think. I, I. I think this is it. I think just that everything, like everything that's happened with Cosby and Weinstein and all these, there's all these examples that have been said already. I don't know if he'll be able to get past it with how big yeah, Wall Street are, Journal's talking that's, about. That's how it, I feel like, too. Like you know Har- I mean? Harvey Weinstein was way more powerful than Vince, and yeah. that's where I feel like if you could get Harvey Weinstein out, I feel yeah, like. That guy. Yeah, and and Harvey Weinstein out of a company called the Weinstein Company. I'm saying. I feel like every time I try to pull up a movie from like the 90s or the 2000s, <laughs> he it says Weinstein fucking. Com- this guy was dominating the fucking industry. So, and that's where I do feel like I think we could see a world without. And, and you know what though? Look, I'm gonna put on my my Silky Johnson hat for a moment. <laughs> There is nothing that 
annoyed me more than the idea that when Vince stepped down, he would be hailed as a hero. Right. So Vince going out in disgrace is like... Like, for everything that I've ever known about Vince and anybody who's ever worked for Vince, like, of course, anybody who talks about Vince publicly is always going to say the same thing. Vince was great to me. Vince was Mm -hmm. the... the, I didn't experience any of that. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like... People have their issues with Vince. Mm-hmm. You we could look. That. You could look up shoot interview compilations of people talking about Vince McMahon, and they be giving it up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and so like the idea that Vince going out this way, going out disgracefully, mm-hmm. means that like you don't get to celebrate Vince in that mm-hmm. sense. Like Vince is going to be one of those names that. Uh, there ain't gonna be a no McMahon statue. They're There's gonna have gonna to be... erase you, uh, erase you from all the footy like they do those are, other people. Are, are you kidding me? People are still gonna try and celebrate them. They you are think some. Gonna... There are trash people in this world, but they're not gonna have like the Vince right McMahon Memorial absolutely... Battle Royal and shit like that. Well, no, not on, not on television. But yeah. no, there are trash people that people still. Oh yeah, but we don't give a damn about them. Fam, I mean, we fam, saw this country this still has statues for plenty of trash people. Up, what do you mean? But like. Sure, but there's no like Joe Paterno statue anymore. Right, like right. that's like that shit is gone. Right. Um, yeah, it's gonna be much different as as than if we didn't hear. Like if we didn't hear this and they were just like, all right, Vince's had his time, blah blah blah. It would be like Vince McMahon Awards celebration every year. They'd have all yeah. the shit, but it's not gonna be like that. No. Uh, Tom Anderson says uh, definitely not the real MySpace guy. Also, my gripe, <laughs> my gripe with indie shows is the inconsistencies of wrestlers selling moves. Your thoughts? Um and yeah yeah I have no to. selling pops people and like at the end of the day yeah. um <laughs> I feel like uh there's a couple of things that go into it a lot of times it's for that it's because that's what that's how wrestling works if you watch a New Japan match there's hella no selling if you watch the big time the big time independent wrestling matches half the matches like forearms back and forth because that's just how fucking pro wrestling works and then also at independent wrestling a lot of these guys are still working their way up to being you know who you want to see on tv they're not on tv they're working to be uh, they're they're still early in their years there's still all these things that they need to learn but most of it comes down to that's just the style people just be no selling <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Zio Dude says, Will, I remember you talking about AW doing more fatal four ways with women. I always thought a good match would be Rosa versus Riho versus Britt versus Sheeta. I agree. Be a good one. Um, Let's see. Leonard uh, Aarons III says, uh, Horny Dog Vince was quite literally a thing on WWE TV in the early 2000s. If what they put out recently about him is even remotely shocking or surprising, congrats on not reading the room right. Oh, I agree. I think that. Um, you know, again, look at the McMahon DVD. Go look back at that stuff and remove the lighthearted presentation right. of it and just listen to what's being said. Like where Hunter with a smile is being like, Vince is a guy who fancies himself as being irresistible to women. And mm-hmm. Vince thinks that every woman on earth wants him, right? Like that was a thing Hunter said in that DVD. Yeah. But he's saying that with a smile, like, oh, that's just our Vince. Mm-hmm. And because I, I said the same thing about Ric Flair, um, late last year right that like rick flair all them stories they used to tell they used to tell it with a smile and be like that's our rick but then if you just change the presentation of it and tell the exact same story which is what dark side of the ring did told a story we had heard a million times about the the plane ride from hell but just told it from the perspective of say somebody on the receiving end of it 
Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, that sucks. Um, and like, just take everything that was said about Vince back then, but t- take it from the perspective now of somebody on the receiving end of it. Hunter says in that DVD, Vince is a man who fancies himself as being un- irresistible to women. That's an exact quote. Now take that and put that on the the present that from the perspective of a woman who now has Vince thinking that he is irresistible, that this woman wants me. I know she does because I'm Vince McMahon, right? Like now that shit sounds disgusting. Again, that stuff was out there. It was out there the whole time. This is actually super interesting too, because you brought up dark dark side of the ring. They they said very recently, we read that vice is not with the dark side of the ring guys. And they're going to start working with the WWE. How thirsty right now. Do you think the dark side of the ring guys are for Vince? Like, can we do a 25 hour Vince McMahon special right now? But they don't have a platform for it, but it's crazy to see that vice got in there because they had to know it was coming. I think like Mm -hmm. WWE to be like, we have to get those guys out of there before they ever do this story on Vince because he's going to get out of here. I mean, Wall Street I mean, Journal got the jump on him, so it's a it's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, I, I I thought they've already done a few things that made Vince look. I mean, pretty, pretty much all the fucking all the stories, Snuka, uh, Benoit, Owen, like all of them are connected to again, Vince. and yet nothing yeah. makes Vince look. None of them did. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, it's so bad. So, Jake Salazar says, uh, Vince stone around $12 million like that, and I'm over here making the Makai Pfeiffer Sig meme when I got to spend $12 at Taco Bell. That's five nacho taco grande meals, I think. Mm-hmm. Throwback. Orion Ben 666 says, Miu versus Rosa, Pac versus uh, Shota Speedball, and, uh, sorry, Shota, uh, Speedball versus, uh, Shota Speedball, Speedball versus Angels, Gianna, what? No, yeah, uh, Shota there. Will just forgot to put a comma. Before. Comma, yeah, I'm like, who the hell is Shota Speedball? <laughs> uh, but I'm like, Speedball versus Angels, Diana versus Mia, FTR versus Briscoes 2, Gresh going to the dark side, and unfortunately, Vince eclipsed Eclipse that. Yeah, Vince was like, no, all those great, great matches, matches and moves, we're going to talk about this. But yeah, no, there's a lot of shit that's still great that's happening besides the Hey, match. yeah, I want to talk about Jonathan Gresham turned heel last night. And uh, and immediately, we're getting Jonathan Gresham versus Lee Moriarty for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I liked it. I, like, I think Jonathan Gresham needs a mouthpiece. I don't think he needs a mouthpiece, but I think it enhances him to have a mouthpiece. So working with Tully Blanchard, I think it's going to be dope. Yeah, I kind of want Brian Cage out that group now. Yeah, peace <laughs> out, Brian Cage. Why are you running this Wow. That, yeah, this thing gonna, was made oh, for Brian. That thing is going to – it's leading to – I mean, to... no, no. Now that, like, you got – look, you got world champion Jonathan yeah, Gresham in this group good. now. Like, this is another case of – this is Team Taz all over again, right? We're like, yeah. okay, Brian Cage in this group is cool, but now we got Ricky Starks and we got – uh, powerhouse, powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs. What the fuck good. we need Brian Cage for? And now, like the idea at first <laughs> of um, of the the Tully Blanchard group forming, and it's like, okay, you got Connor here, and and but you know, I can see where Brian Cage fits, but now, no, I don't need Brian Cage anymore. We got Jonathan Gresham here, world Jonathan, champion. <laughs> Jonathan Gresham is an AEW. That's all I care about. Next week on Rampage, Jonathan Gresham versus Lee Moriarty for the Ring of Honor world title i can't believe i'm saying that out of my lips at an aw show it's going to be amazing i'm going to cry while watching those ring of honor graphics look dope by the way they do yes they love the ring of honor presentation ultimately i appreciate 
the idea behind the current logo where yeah. like because all the logo kind of samples kind of came out and people were like oh what is this but mm-hmm. then the one where they just took the most famous ring of honor logo that was italicized and unitalicized it that's it and that's and the, that's the logo remix yep just take what we know the belt the logo that's literally on the belt jonathan gresham is carrying around the belts that uh the ftr is carrying around unitalicized the logo that if you guys didn't know nice piece of trivia his name is Joaquin Wild he's a part of Legato del Fantasma he's a wrestler he used to be Zima Ion he designed that logo when he was like 12 years old he was on a message board uh, message boards like everybody else ROH was just starting trying to get started and he designed the logo as a kid and he's now in WWE as a pro wrestler but that's great story. oh yeah it's, that's it's the other thing about the, back in the game <laughs> that's the other thing about those message boards we were selling or we were sharing hella illegal shit on those message boards of like <laughs> uh, hey here's a rip of the ring of honor DVDs we got them right here I mean the second biggest wrestling promotions the head of the promotion was out there with y'all doing all this shit. Tony Khan was in the message board streets doing all <laughs> yeah. the same shit too. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, he's if... built off that pretty much. I mean, in these days, like I have no problem paying for pretty much anything. I mm-hmm. I haven't like stolen wrestling in a really long time. Um, Cause uh... <laughs> me neither. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because like. Because at the end of the day, I want to support every promotion that I can get my hands on, and um, I'm poor. You guys send me the links, brother. Oh, I'll review your show as long as you let me watch it for free. It's a expense. <laughs> Imagine if I had paid for every single wrestling show, I'd be poor. I wouldn't have any money. Exactly like I am now. I guess it still works out. Damn it. Um, yeah, pay for your wrestling, guys. <laughs> yes, pay, pay for wrestling. That's it. Look, I mean, I know a lot of people who watch the the I Summer have Sun Princess services, but it's hard to like get like extra, you know. I know a lot of people who watch Summer Sun Princess though by creating a new email and because <laughs> look, because well, because Wrestle Universe does the free two week trial, right? So like every time a show comes up that people want to watch, and they just like, oh, I'm gonna just get a new email and just sign up for another account and get my two week free trial. Damn it. <laughs> EPP loans all over again. Look at y'all. Y'all know the secrets. (laughs) Uh, Ferthausen says, uh, I've said uh, may watch WWE once VK am gone from WWE, but the longer he stays, the longer uh, the stain that I can't watch. They're not getting any. They're not doing anything to get anybody back with this SummerSlam lineup. It's all nothing like fresh. (laughs) I can't believe you're selling a a stadium on. Well, well, y'all can say that. Apparently, I can't say anything trash (laughs) because people will be on your. All right, let's let's talk about that. Will, how do you sell a stadium with this though? That's crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So, Philip Lindsay, uh, you said this past week that you thought money in the bank was trash um now this is a show that i can't speak to one way or the other i uh because i forgot I saw, that happened these weeks are so long uh-huh. dude oh my god that was i saw one match from that show i like the match that i saw i guess i saw technically two matches um uh, because i the the one match i saw i went out of my way to watch usos versus street profits because people were like this is one of the best tag team matches uh of the year um i i think that uh i i think that if your sure? list was top like <laughs> As long as there is no, as long as the universe we're talking about is only the WWE. Universe, I mean, I, yes. I, I I'll say it was a top 
10 match this year. In but it's WWE. like, <coughs> but like a top 10 tag match this year is what I'm saying. In top WWE. 10 tag match. But <laughs> in WWE, make sure to say that. Cause but it's like, world. but it's like bottom of the 10. I, I'll say it was like nine or 10. Um, because I could think of a lot of tag matches I like from all across the, front, the world. The front the of it dragged, man. The, at first, I was not. Uh, no, nah, it, it had a great. It, 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 they didn't build it. It just dragged, and then they got to it. It didn't. It, they it didn't kicked build it. to it, and then it did it, go from like first to fifth gear very quickly. Exactly, um, and uh, it didn't necessarily build there. Um, but I, but I liked the match, um, and I, I didn't like they, the. Fi- I, yeah, I thought I, I didn't like the finish at all, uh, but. But now that I know they're doing the rematch, I get why I didn't he, have I hate a it even more. finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, it was apparent they were doing a rematch right after to me. Why? Yeah. Why build? I hate. Why are you building a match? Why are you building to your biggest show with a fucking rematch? So, so that said, that was the only match I saw. Um, and then I also saw Liv's cash in. Uh, so that's why I'm saying I saw two matches. Um, but for the most part, like, I don't know. I didn't see a reason because uh, I was out Sunday night. What the hell was I doing Sunday night? Um, I don't know. I was, uh, I was with some friends, but I can't remember which friends. You're having I was a good with. time. Enjoying yourself, touching grass. Yes, I, I was. I might have literally been touching grass, uh, but, but the yeah. Uh, but either way, yeah. Phil Lindsay tweeted out, "Show is trash," and people uh, did not like it. And people and what's weird to me, boy. what's weird to me there. about that reaction that you got to it was that you didn't say um the wrestlers on the show are trash you didn't say that people who like the show are trash you didn't say that if you like this show you're a moron you didn't say like none of that stuff because you didn't feel that way Uh, i know you that's not how you operate right Mm -mm. no you said that you didn't like the show and people came at you as if you were attacking them personally because you're an aw shill Bleacher Report shill for AW is what they say. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this. We're gonna clear this out and make this my PSA. Listen, yes. y'all gotta stop caring so much about what people think about what you like. It yes. doesn't matter. Y'all heard me when the Forbidden Door stuff was happening, all the criticism came on. I came on this show and I said, Look, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna enjoy this show because <laughs> I want it. And so I'm like, yo, if you enjoy if you enjoy Money in the Bank, why do you care about my five-sentence tweet <laughs> of me that. saying that this pay-per-view was trash? And I right. didn't go in it into anything specific. It was a very pointed... It, was it, it wasn't five sentences? Pointed. It was five words. Yeah, it was five-word <laughs> sentence. Sorry. Five-word <laughs> yeah. sentence of me saying, look, <laughs> this was trash. And I think people just saw trash, and I've seen other people say this is a harsh criticism. No, it wasn't. It's look, not. a harsh criticism is me going, nothing on this show was good. Everything mm-hmm. about it was bad. Every every wrestler on the show was bad. That's not how I felt. Me saying it's trash was LOL after it. It's not a harsh criticism. It's not it's a criticism not. at all. It's just a tweet. Like, yeah. what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> um, so, look, it's not. It's not even. It's not even that I saw a part of it that I was like, this isn't good. Or hey, this uh, this cash in wasn't good. Even though I have thoughts on the cash in, I'll leave those on the cutting room floor because I don't think people will like what I have to say about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll say exactly what I said last week, but, uh, but um, I hope it works out because I like hope it works out <laughs> Morgan, but I just, oh. uh, no, I, let's talk about it. Look, um, here's the thing about Money in the Bank cash-ins. I said this last week. I said that um, Money in the Bank cash-ins, less of them have worked out than have actually worked out. And that um, I've yet to see 
a baby face come off successfully from a cash in, especially one where uh, in this case they just rolled the person up or they didn't look decisively uh, victorious. Um, I said last year I had concerns the moment it happened and I got criticism uh, from people who were saying I was being cynical because uh, I'm always going to be cynical about money in the bank. I don't like the concept because, mm-hmm. again, I'm a very simple wrestling fan. Give me a match. Give me a reason to care about the match. Give me a match. Give me a victory. That's all I need. And in this case, Money in the Bank like cuts out all of that. And so uh, last year when Nikki A.S.H. won Money in the Bank, and I went, oh, you're cheat coding it here. Like You didn't do the work to get her there. You just decide in one day she's Money in the Bank. And I thought, but maybe you'll take some time and get her there now that she has it. And then, nope, the very next night she cashes in Money in the Bank. She wins the title, and then they bailed after a month. And I I see too many parallels with Liv Morgan. I think the difference here is that at least Liv Morgan has a lot more online support than Nikki A.S.H. does. She has a big fan base that may help prevent her from... uh, uh, prevent that from happening to her. But at the same time, I still feel like... I still... Maybe, but I still feel like the victory feels exactly the same it feels like uh you didn't necessarily do a whole lot of the work to get her there you didn't build her up as a um credible challenger uh i feel like they did more to build her up as a credible challenger back in like january when she was feuding with um becky lynch than they did coming into this so it's like you didn't do much to build her up as a credible challenger but she won the money in the bank and i had that same thought when i saw the tweet come up that she's money in the bank winner i was like okay now, at least take your time, and now that she's got the money in the bank, got time for that. build her to a championship victory. Time, and then co- bro. We got an hour. I need to. And then to I come. see the tweet, and then it pops up on my phone like an hour later. I think it was from our group chat. Uh, I, it pops up in uh, like an hour later. I get another message that's like, "Live Morgan is champ." And I, all right, so this is what we're doing here. And then I, I was like, "Well, let's see how the cash in looked because." You know, it's all the difference between did you just pin somebody who was already down or did you was it like a decisive victory? Was there at least a little bit of a match? What happened? So I go back and watch it and like, no, she's like locked in an ankle lock and it wins with a roll up where Ronda's shoulders like we're barely down. And I again, I just thought <sighs> I would love for this to work out because uh, I want to see Liv Morgan succeed. And I didn't I believe one second of that cash in. I, I, even I, even after look, a match, Ronda Rousey would still beat up Liv Morgan. It didn't look convincing at all. No, and, 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 and I, that was my problem with it. It didn't look believable. Um, it, it didn't look like a. They should have had Ronda like in like a street fight or something crazy, not just like mm-hmm. in a match with Natty that she dominated. But I, I just want to see people have. Because it's not just money in the bank. I don't like anybody's first win being some bullshit. Because, like, I still have a problem with Kevin Owens' first title win being handed the world title by... Mm -hmm. um, Because the reason is that I feel like uh, definitive first-time world title wins should be moments you can watch again and again and again. Like, you know, you can watch Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels again. They can show that moment. One, two, three, everything like that. You can important. show that mm-hmm. time and time again. You can show Brock Lesnar beating The Rock again mm-hmm. for the first time because that is a moment that matters, right? You yeah. can even show um, Becky Lynch's first win when she won the uh, – what was it? Was that a six-pack challenge at um, – it was an elimination match at Backlash 
2016, where she won mm-hmm. her first title. You can show that again because that's her build up to that moment, right? But like, I feel like anytime, like you can't show Kevin Owens' first win to anybody because the fuck did he do? He didn't mm-hmm. like, he didn't even, even, <laughs> I have a problem with that because like. The clip's more about Triple H if you Yeah, show the it. clip is Hunter hitting the, <laughs> Hunter hits the pedigree and then Kevin looks at him like, okay, dad, I'm going to now take the pin. And, and like. It never like, led to anything. There yeah, was no storyline afterwards. Right. Uh, it's like, you could have at least like had him hit a swanton or something just mm-hmm. while he's on the ground, just so future replays show kevin owens Hitting getting to, yeah but now you can't show kevin, that you can't right. show anything about kevin owens's first victory and same thing here we're like um what are you gonna show her rolling up ronda rousey after being in a ankle lock for so, for a minute like what is that so two things happens here so you can't tell me that ronda legitimized women's wrestling because she can legitimately beat these women up and then also tell me that once Liv gets out of an ankle bar, she's just going to roll her up because her knee was hurt and she's not going to be able to get out of that. That's just going to be on. That doesn't feel believable to These me. Things that just don't doesn't add make up. sense. And, and I hate having to nitpick things like this, but that's what happens when you give us a cash-in that feels like it was half-baked. Um, and listen, we, we can get into it because that, money, that women's money in the bank match wasn't good. It wasn't good. Sorry. It was not a good match. Um, <laughs> and so to the match after that. Hey, I love Natty. I think Natty's great. That match with Ronda, that shit was boring. Sorry. Uh, it was. The, the the tag match, it was good. It was great. Um, but it wasn't enough to save that card. Um, sure, would have, sure could use a world title match on this card, but Roman's away doing whatever Roman's doing because you decided to put both titles on him. Um, hey, listen, I'm here to double down. That shit was ass, bro. If, if you don't like that I said that, I don't care. Come at me, whatever. I will mute and block your dumb ass. I, it, was, it was bad. I'm sorry if that makes you mad that I What's said it was bad. It was bad. It was not a good pay-per-view. What's weird, though, is that um, it's not even like you're you're spill you're you're espousing like a uh, what I would feel is a controversial opinion. I guess like it just depends on the circles you operate in. Right. Because like if I go to cage match right now, Money in the Bank is the lowest rated uh, pay-per-view this year, I believe, from WWE. Um, And like. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But, um, you know, if, if I say it, how dare you? It's like what? It wasn't good. I'm sorry. It and I mean I've enjoyed other pay per views this year. Hell in a Cell was good. First night of WrestleMania, good. This pay per view, it wasn't it, bro. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, that men's Money in the Bank match. Hey, it sure would have been nice to see the people that qualify for that match get their due instead of you just throwing a guy in last minute and then having him win. What was you the point of you setting up storylines in the bank matches? You what can't what keep is the point? This. What was the point of you setting up storylines? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Elimination Chamber is the lowest. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I I was wrong. Uh, I thought Money in the Bank was, but I forgot that there was one I was yeah. at this year. Sorry, Royal sorry. Rumble, Royal Rumble, and Elimination Chamber are the two lowest rated shows uh, of this year. But then it goes Elimination Chamber uh, at the bottom, then Royal Rumble, and then is it Money in the Bank next? I'm just scrolling uh, as far as pay per views are concerned. But I think those are the three lowest rated. Like I don't feel like. Um, you were saying anything like controversial yeah. there? So look, what was the point of you setting up storyline yeah, for, 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 for Sammy and storyline reasons why it would make sense for Rollins to win? I know I made jokes and was like, "Hey, Rollins would be cool," you know, but Rollins didn't need to win that match for me to be satisfied with it. I just wanted to make sense. Yeah. Um, 
throwing Theory in there last minute is exactly what you did with the fucking Rumble. You just right. put Brock in last minute you and Brock won. Doing this, that. It, and this is doing what I mean. That. You want me to be excited for stuff when you give Lazy. me no reason to invest in this. You give me no reason to want to watch your weekly shows. And I saw people going, oh, well, you just hate watch fam. Do you see me tweeting during Raw? I don't watch Raw. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Do you see me tweeting during SmackDown? No, I don't watch SmackDown. It's ass, bro. I don't watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it, it. I just I hate this no, idea. Okay, that, I, 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 yeah. Go before ahead, go you ahead. go ahead, I hate this yeah. idea that if you don't like something, then that means that you cannot say that anywhere because someone somewhere liked it and they might see that, so they might Let be people upset. Jo- enjoy I, things, fam, bro. You you can enjoy things. There are there are a ton of people that I like on Twitter that I follow, and I don't like none of their opinions. I scroll right past them all the time. I don't I don't say to them you can't say that because i liked it who fucking cares bro just like what you like man hate what you like it don't matter bro it don't matter it's wrestling so that's that's where i was gonna go with this look we got to talk about this idea of uh uh bias in wrestling media here's the thing guys (laughs) are you ready for it This is pro fucking wrestling. Who fucking cares about unbiasedness in pro wrestling? Like, at the end of the day, this is all subjective entertainment. And uh, you can like what you like. You can dislike what you like. At the end of the day, it's fake fighting. People like, fighting. It's all entertainment. Like, like, I think it's weird. And, and I think it's weird all around. I, and not just in pro wrestling. I think it's yeah. weird when somebody says, um, I think that you should be fair to Marvel and give the same. Like, if you're a Marvel fan and it's like, but do you give the same opportunity to DC? Maybe. I don't fucking like DC movies. I'm not required to because that's not my flavor. That's not my taste. You're, there is no requirement to be anything except true to your taste. And that's it. And that's all I mean. Like, if somebody, and, and I've gotten it too. I've gotten people who are like, well, look at him. He's ultra biased because he likes AEW. Sure, AEW books to my taste. I get that, right? If AEW stopped booking in my taste, I would say oh, it. I would absolutely say it. Yeah. And, and, and there are times where it's not to my taste, and I've called out and I've said, nah, this wasn't for me, right? But for the most part, I'm an in ring dude. I love wrestling that takes place in the ring put the matches uh, on bro i'm gonna watch yeah it. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, that's what i want that's what i want literally look i i only ever watch the tokyo joshi pro um the the big events and i don't follow nothing else that comes out of that company but you know what i don't have to because i'm an in-ring guy you can literally just give me matches with wrestlers i like and i'm happy um and so i have a simple wrestling fan that's all it takes for me and uh that's that's what I appreciate. I didn't. I wasn't always that way. And people will call out. They're like, well, why did you like this back in the day? Because I used to have time for that kind of shit. And now I don't. Literally now, I really just want to watch great wrestling and great matches. And that's that's all I need. Uh, and and so. It's a fact. Pro wrestling. And, and so, and so the things, things have changed for me. But the point I'm making here is. Look, man, this isn't politics. This isn't stuff mm-hmm. where like. This is anything that affects the world. No. If somebody is, I guess, biased in their coverage, it is because they're literally, uh, specifically in their reviews and what they talk about and what they like. It's because it caters to their fucking taste. Exactly. That they're not required to like 
This isn't politics. We don't have to like be like we have to talk about both sides. Also, we don't have to. Not, not in this. This is pro wrestling. Boy. It's built off the back of fucking soap operas. Like you know, it's not the, the, like this. Is, like different. I get people want the dichotomy everywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, the dico- di- dichotomy exists everywhere, right? And so, like, um, if you are, um. You know, obviously, there's there's PlayStation, Xbox, right? People just right. want to argue all of this, right? And then there's uh, there's Apple and Android, and people just want to argue it. Um, everywhere you look, there's going to be this dichotomy created. But at the end of the day, Reg don't have to give a fuck about anything Android does. Not a thing. Okay. Like, but people will do it, right? If you said like, "Hey, I love this new feature the iPhone got," yeah, somebody will jump in your mentions and be like, "Well, how come you didn't say it when Android did it?" Mm-hmm. Because you don't have a fucking Android I phone. I don't know when they <laughs> you did don't it. Care. We're talking about <laughs> my experience. We'll, we'll, you don't fucking care. We'll, we'll, we'll speak to the bias thing because I saw the bias thing quite a bit that night. Um, listen, there are a lot of things that I like about WWE. Um, I just personally am not enjoying their product at the moment. Boy, when NXT was hot, I would say all the time, it was the best wrestling show on television. These things are cyclical. Hey, I'll come back around and I'll enjoy other things that WWE has done. Again, I enjoyed other things they've done this year. Um, but the problem I have with this bias thing is, uh, there are people that are like, oh, you're biased because you didn't like Hell in a Cell. But they're never anywhere when I say- You like Hell in a Cell, by the way. But yeah, so but they're never anywhere when I say something positive about them, and it's and that's why I'm like it's not that you want me to be unbiased, it's that you want me to validate your opinion. Right. You don't you don't want objectivity. A lot of you guys don't even know what the fuck objectivity is. You just want me to agree with you. You just want me to say what you want to hear. That's it. That's not. It ain't that you don't like Meltzer because. He likes AEW more than you do. No, you want him to agree with you. You want his five-star ratings to agree with your taste. Nobody has to agree with you. Look, you can go and start a blog and write your reviews of what you like and what you think. You can go and record a podcast of the things that you like. Nobody sits on on their whatever laptop or whatever and watches us every morning to hear us regurgitate their opinions back to them if that's what you want i'm sorry that's not what we're gonna do if you come to my twitter and you think that's what i'm gonna do on my twitter i'm not gonna do that for you if you like telling if you like money in the bank great i'm glad you enjoyed it i did not that's okay and he didn't attack your opinion like that's that's i didn't go around looking for anybody that's like i love this pay-per-view it's like what are you what are you kidding this pay-per-view is trash you're a moron no Mm -hmm. i i I don't care if you liked it it and matter of fact i i think the funniest thing about this is that me just saying that it was trash, I thought, I, I don't I don't think people understand my tone a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Because I thought the LOL told your tone, by the way. Right. Exactly. And you right. Like, this is trash LOL. Yeah. <laughs> but like, exactly. here's the, the, more than that, all of that. So this is where I'm finding a really big problem with the community and why I tweeted the next morning where like, you're not required to like anything. You're not required to... to uh, dislike anything. I think, uh, you know, Phil said he didn't like the pay-per-view. And so I won't go as far as to say that I don't care about um, people's opinions, because I do care about people's opinions. Do I care about people's opinions of my opinions? No. But, like, no. if I say I don't like this show, and then somebody says, well, I did like this show, I could be like, well, let's talk about it. Like I of said, course. I do care about your opinion. But when you say, well, I think your opinion sucks, 
that I don't care that's about. But yeah, that's like yeah, that's the so, difference. I care about because I want to have conversations. I think that this. Uh, I think it's really important that we do have conversations about these things. And like, if somebody says, um, I really thought Money in the Bank was a very well put together show. I think it's one of the best shows WWE's put on. Cool. Let's talk about it. Let's have this conversation here. Absolutely. But then when it turns into, well, you're just a shill and that's the reason that you didn't like this show. Bam. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like we, that's, we, no, we're going to do We're going to do an entire TED talk on what a shill is because a lot of people online do not know what the fuck a shill is and I need y'all to shut up. Um, yes. So d- listen, again, I it's not me saying I don't care about your opinion. I don't care about the fact that you can get on Twitter and just throw out an opinion. Anybody mm-hmm. can do that. If we're having a conversation and you're sharing your opinion with me, of course I value your opinion because we're having a conversation. People tweeting things is not a conversation. It's just a tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, right. and so it, it just doesn't matter as much as people think it does. People tweeting things just doesn't matter. And the other thing, before I get out of this ranting mode, I said something the next day because I said, look, tribalism is becoming a problem because it's bringing out the worst. Oh people. my God. And, and, and I said, I said, people need to relax because this is unhealthy. And I saw people try to flip that on me and go, I think you're part of the problem. Listen, um, when I say that it's bringing out the worst in people, what I mean is attacking people for opinions, attacking people for what their preferences are. Um, listen, and you've never done that, by the way. No. Yeah, and so if if you're if you're just on one side of the fence that you prefer AEW and you make jokes and because look that that part of it is hilarious to me, like making making jokes about what they're doing over there based on what they're doing over here. Cool. All of that is is fair game. But once you start making it personal and you start going around like screenshotting people's tweets and trying to dunk on them, I think that's goofy. Like, and I, I think that's highly unnecessary. Like, why are we doing that? It, it just doesn't lead to anything productive. Stop attacking I mean. people. That's it. To me, it's stop going after people. Like, it's one thing to go after, um, I don't know, the the entertainment itself. That stuff is funny. Dunk on it, whatever. But like, once you start going after other people, that to me is whack. We got to read it, some other. Uh, yeah, it depends chat, on so. what that person is doing, of course. Yeah. But but I but that's why I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be do the hey guys be nicer to everybody because everybody is good people. In reality, people suck. I'm sorry, but I, the, everybody isn't everybody isn't a good person. But that doesn't mean you got to search people out that you disagree with just to be a jerk. Right. <laughs> Back on the Vince topic, Max says hopefully someone mm-hmm. can talk Vince into retirement because the way his stock ownership is set up, they aren't going to be able to force him out. Of course, he, I thought he, that was you know, like he's doing like Kevin Hart. The way yeah, my bank account yeah. is set up, I like can't. he he. <laughs> Uh, like he intentionally set it up that way to where he couldn't be ousted. Right. We, like we knew yeah. that. Um, let's see. I love me some Sova says 13 minutes of wrestling on a two hour show. Yeah. Um, Andrea says there is zero doubt. This is the end, even if it feels like the beginning and mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It's great. Shout out to close. Yeah. Friend, shout out to Andrea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was a whole bunch more that, uh, I wasn't able to. I'm still scrolling through them. There, <laughs> they came in. Sorry, sorry if you tuned in for for me cursing and ranting at people. But I hate people. I I, 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 I honestly do. I I hate people. Um, Jake Salazar says, Sir William Gareth is is but a dumb bumba. We don't we don't bumba clot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. 
look, man, it, if that's what you spend your whole day doing. Right. Um, let's see. Marcus uh, says they can do a whole season about Vince on Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, I think they have, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Most and, of the stories are about Vince McMahon. Anime Otaku 2 says, just got my reminder to block Disco on Twitter. He's blaming fake outrage cancel culture for VKM being in the I've news. Seen a couple oh, of people you know what's funny? That, yeah. I have a tweet in my drafts, and then I decided not to, but... Um, don't, don't engage, dude. No, so this was it. So Disco had originally tweeted, he was like, uh, he said, I'm going to have some thoughts on all of this, and it's going to be the only correct Nobody one. Wants and I, I quote tweeted, and I said, let me save you five minutes of your time. He's going to blame... Uh, and I can't believe I was right. This is the first I'm hearing about this. I said, look, this is what he's going to do. Um, he's going to blame cancel culture, and he's going to then say something to the effect, and tell me if, if this is what he did here, but uh, something to the effect of anybody who accepted millions of dollars is, is no victim, something along those lines, and uh, Yuck. Uh, that's what Disco is going to do because... He sucks. Uh, Van Twinblade said, uh, on indie and no selling, um, 80% of team ambition are in training, and they are a good percentage of the Glory Pro roster. That's why it's indie and not pro. Uh, pro. Yeah. yeah, we were actually standing next to team ambition at uh, we were. the work show. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, so shout out to, uh, you know, I always said I remember everybody who's ever interacted with my podcast. Shout out Carrie, who uh, I met back for the first time in 2016, but uh, I've known of and known adjacent to podcasts I've hosted for a really long time. Shout out Carrie. Uh, she says, who in the wrestling world knows or can talk to Ronan Farrow? Dude made a book and podcast about how he helped take down Harvey Weinstein. Uh, the 20 novels Ronan uh, will be able to write about Vince. Yes, please. Thanks, Gary. Um, and let's see what else we got. Still going through them. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We got another Do one it. from... Uh, hey, what's that over there? It says, I think Liv is going to end up like Nikki ASH. <laughs> I hope him. not, man. Like, I, I really want to see that. I don't want to see that at all. Too, Nikki I, as hell. I feel like <laughs> Nikki as hell. <laughs> 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 I feel bad for Nikki, though, because I, I, do, I don't think that that gimmick change was bad. And I do think it's a good character that could have worked, but they just didn't put the development into it to make it work. Mm -hmm. um, shout out Jay. Uh, says, I'm so glad I have never been on social media. Phil could say he thinks vanilla milkshakes are trash, and I'd continue to sip my vanilla milkshake unfazed. That's it's it. just his opinion. It's okay to have different tastes. Kudos to you all for dealing with it. Um, it I mean, man. appreciate you, man. Enjoy your vanilla milkshakes, man. <laughs> yeah. No, vanilla milkshakes are, are, are great, though. Mm. Phil, do you not like vanilla milkshakes? <laughs> Nah, I don't have no problem with vanilla. No, I will tell you, I got beef with Wendy's right now because y'all got rid of the vanilla frosty for the um, strawberry one. For the strawberry. Strawberry frosty ain't better than vanilla. Now I get it that you only have the two dispensers, so obviously to get a new flavor, you got to get rid of one. You got to mix it into the vanilla. <laughs> yeah, you got to mix it into the vanilla. Yeah, I get it. 
Yeah, but I, no, listen, I, don't but yeah. touch my vanilla frosty. Why, why do people think that that if you if you espouse an opinion that is an affront to my opinion, it's not. It's no, not. No, it's it's not, not like it I'm coming to your house and going turn that WWE shit off. That's garbage. Like no, mm, watch <laughs> enjoy, it. If you, enjoy if you what you do. Have fun watching it. Have fun. Continue to have fun. Hey yeah. man, if my if my tweets bother you that much, mute your boy. It don't matter, man. Mm. It ain't gonna hurt me. Uh. Leonard says, uh, WWE routinely insults the intelligence of its audience. The last cash-in they actually got right on the women's side was Carmella, oddly enough. Yeah, but they had James Ellsworth win it to start. False. I um, feel like the Bailey cash-in was dope. But then again, that's just my opinion. Um, I thought it was... A, you know what was weird about that cash-in to me? Uh, so, I felt like <laughs> that cash-in was like a great redemption for Bailey because it felt works. like Bailey fell off for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden she cashed in, she's women's champion. And I thought, all right, we're here again. We're here. I'm, I'm ready for Bailey. And it felt like she was kind of getting a bit of an edge, but she hadn't quite turned heel yet. And then, uh, and it felt like the heel turn wasn't even like in the plans when she won the money in the bank. Cause she was just mm-hmm. winning like it decisively. Wasn't. And then they turned her and I feel like they abandoned what the money in the bank accomplished for her. Um, well, that's because they have they have fumbled babyface Bailey at every turn on the main roster. Yes, they just shout out to out. Bailey. Hey, we want some Bailey. Yeah, but, uh, uh-huh. I miss Bailey. Get yes. Bailey back on TV as soon as possible. It might be soon. Um, say so RH says I will never like the beat the champion in a match to get a rematch for the title. I hate and it. Rosa didn't have to be beaten, but we get Mew on Dynamite. Uh, I didn't think they were going to do it. I thought that was like a red herring. I was like, all right, this is just a cool way to add some stakes to um, Rosa having a match in Tokyo Joshi Pro, uh, returning to Tokyo Joshi Pro um, without, uh, I guess my thought was that they wanted to add some stakes to the match, but also they couldn't just like justify giving somebody a title shot who hadn't earned it. And so I was like, all right, but we know Thunder Rosa is going to win here. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I you, was you sleeping on me. You. Yeah, um, I was. Um, um, I don't normally like that, but that's if it's in the same promotion, like those matches, like WWE does, where if you beat the champion on SmackDown, then you get a title match on the pay per view. I don't really care for that, but in this sense, I like it because most AEW fans aren't going to see that match. They're only right. going to see the rematch. I, I, I take it. So this is where watch this. Hey Philip Lindsay, I disagree with you. Uh-oh. I think <laughs> I think that um, I like that both oh, a- I like that both AEW and WWE have added an official stance to that. That oh I yes. hate it. Oh See, it's my I, least favorite thing. Ever. I appreciate that now we have the championship challenge matches. The, the championship I contenders match. That, that, that just means I'm going to watch. Don't tell me I'm going to watch a match more than once. Don't tell me that ever. I mean, it's possible that you watch it uh, more Unless than once. Unless it's Brian Danielson and fucking Kenny Omega. But if you're pitching me fucking Ronda Rousey and Liz, Liz Morgan. But, I mean, but, the, but the idea that, um, that, yeah, because I think logically, if in a non-title scenario you do beat a champion, you logically should be able to prove yourself for the championship. I think that makes sense to me. That makes perfect sense. I think that. Uh, if, I just don't want him to say it out loud. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I Don't think be if like, you were a blah 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 match, shut up. Just do the match, and then they say I won, and say I want another rematch for the title. You don't have to be like this is a championship contenders match. Ah, shut up. No, I, I I actually like that both WWE and AEW have added some uh, 
because uh, what they both have different names for him though. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both have named the concept and made it official. I like it. One uh, thing I don't like that AEW did since we're AEW shows, I'll say something I don't like. I don't like that with the what did they name that battle royal last week? The Royal Rampage. I don't like that they named it that. It's too close to the Royal Rumble. I mean, I I thought they very intentionally did that, but but I don't like. I don't want them to intentionally do that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I don't really agree with Will on Money in the Bank. I don't. I I think it still works as a concept, and I think it still can work as a babyface thing. But again, wait, wait, wait. wait. You don't agree with me? <laughs> we had a problem, Phil. No, we, we of course had a problem. <laughs> I, I ain't watched the Stranger Things, so you know we got problems. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I'm glad we brought this up, Philip. <laughs> you got to watch Stranger Things. <laughs> Look, Phil, Lin- like, here's the thing. And, of course, people pointed out in the chat that my catchphrase is, here's the thing. Here's the I thing. I, I, have two, I have two catchphrases. It's, here's the thing, and I'll say this. I'll say um, this. Although I have a dumb dad joke that I do with my kids where I'll go, I'll say this. This. And then they get pit. Like my daughter, like face palms every time, and she, because uh... <laughs> well, she falls favorite. for it every time. Well, I took and... my favorite with Washingtonism is I know. It's pretty <laughs> I know when you know. <laughs> I saw that one in the chat too. <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Uh, so I. Reg, I can get having not seen Stranger Things mainly because like Reg, Reg is 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 a geek, but like not yeah, but like for the most part, (laughs) Reg doesn't really like fall along the geeky lines that that Phil and I do in terms of our taste. But like Phil and I tend to really enjoy a lot of the same geeky type shit. We're both Star Wars dudes. Mm -hmm. We're both. especially in the comic book movies and comic books in general, comic book characters. We like that kind of stuff, right? And somehow, some way, though, there's this disconnect. And I don't know. So I have to ask, what is it specifically about Stranger Things that does not appeal to you? I don't think it's that it hasn't appealed to me. I just have never watched it. I've just never seen an episode of it. <laughs> so watch it! Go fucking do it! <laughs> He's I, just I, like, I've never seen it. I don't know. I've like, never like, seen it. like every new streaming service that or streaming show that drops, it's like we almost could guarantee Phil has given it his time of day. You would you've watched Miss Marvel. I haven't even given a chance to Miss Marvel yet because I've been watching Stranger yeah, Things. Um, but <laughs> yeah, good show. What would it take show. to get you to start Stranger Things? <laughs> Because I really want to hear your taste. I don't have Netflix now. Once, Uh, once, once Marvel pulled out the the Marvel shows off Netflix, I was like, "Yeah, it's good. I don't need to go back." (laughs) Okay, I can see that. So you're not going to get a service just for one show, not the thing for you. Um, I I could, um, but I just haven't. I mean, I have tons of streaming services. Hell, do what these Tokyo Joshi Pro pro fans do. Just start a free trial. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I I just have never watched it. Uh, Yeah, but yeah. Again, if, if if you guys take anything away from this this episode, stop stop caring so much about other people's opinions. Yeah, it just don't care. matter, man. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. I like flips. It it. But don't it, but again, <laughs> but or differing opinion. Care about people's opinions, but just recognize that that's what it is. Yeah. That uh, at the end of the day, if They're it disagrees, wrong. because because I I get it. Um, you know, I have spent. 
I, I spent a lot of time having my opinion shaped by people I looked up to. And mm-hmm. so I do recognize that, in a sense, opinions do matter. Oh, um, oh, man. I'm sorry your father told you that money in the bank was trash. I'm sorry I made you feel <laughs> so bad. But it is what it is. But, but like... Sorry it, your father told you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I did, though. You know, I've had my opinion shaped. There's There's... No question about it. And I know that I've had people tell me that my opinions have shaped theirs. And like that's that's gonna be a cyclical thing. Um but then one day you are gonna run into that person whose opinion doesn't jive with yours, and that's okay too. Um or you are gonna run into that opinion that from somebody whose opinions you value. The problem is is these people don't run into it, they go looking for it. Like they go looking for it. You didn't have to come find my tweet, bro. You go stay over there. You're not even following me. Listen. And again, just come after the opinion though but don't come after the person that's the right. thing that i don't like that that um phil not liking money in the bank and granted like i said i haven't seen it so i don't fucking know um you, you didn't but, miss much i mean I, I saw what i felt i needed to see out of it enough people had said that and granted a lot of people whose opinions i value uh had said hey the the Money in the bank matches themselves weren't that good. And nope. so I'm like, okay, I don't need to see that for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah. And, and look, and as the people that are like, oh, you hated it because Theory won. Like, I wasn't enthused by Theory winning, but I was very indifferent by it. I was like, it didn't really make me mad because I, it didn't surprise me. And it didn't really make me feel like man i gotta turn in tune in monday to see what what your boy is gonna say about one in the briefcase i just didn't care and and i think that once i'm at a point where i don't care what you do i feel like that's worse than anything because i just didn't care i was just like all right well cool he has the briefcase this could work out for him i'm not saying that you know theory is trash and he's never going to turn into anything he could i just personally didn't care <laughs> fair enough Bill says, uh, why are we not talking about the biggest story this week in being daddy ass turning on the acclaimed truly heartbroken? That damn Billy. The guy. way that they I knew you couldn't built, trust them. The way that they've built this angle and gotten people to Well, people are already cheering acclaim, but the way that they've handled their face turn is so good. Um I Who man. knew that using I, the gun club to do it would be effective, but it's pretty effective. Kudos. I mean, look, Reg, I know you were down on the gun club for I a, a mean, long I'm time. I mean, I'm like, every time I hear e- that Even theme, though the theme I'm song like, is hot. Oh, but I, I, I've said about the gun club that... I still have zero interest in ever seeing any one of them in a match. I just want to establish that. But I feel like... <laughs> I, I don't know. Something about... This year, I'm for like, them why are has... y'all dressed like Shawn Michaels? I thought your dad was Billy Gunn. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, something about this last year for them though has really worked for me, and that I think that do I do I think they're even tenth in line for tag titles? No, no. but <laughs> do I think that you know that first? Speaking of tag titles, we haven't fucking talked about it, you guys. What's going on here, man? The Righteous Reg Invitational Part Five is happening part on five? Wednesday night. <laughs> Righteous Reg Invitational. Who, who are you rooting for in that tag match? By the yeah, I know. Who who could Reg possibly out, root man. for? You've got know, the, the team you've dubbed the greatest tag team of all time, the Young Bucks. You have 
uh, one team featuring the man that you say uh, led to you starting Black Wrestling, like that that led to your renaissance in in covering Black Wrestling, uh, the swerve, the team of Swerve in Our Glory, and then you've got a team that features a man Stop that you it. have seen <laughs> directly come up oh from nothing, God. the man that you would consider not just your friend but your brother. I have I can't bet again. Powerhouse Hobbs. I can't. I love the Young West of the greatest of all time, Swerve. That's my dog. He's my favorite wrestler in the world. But I absolutely cannot bet against my friend winning a championship. <laughs> I can't bet against it. Boy. I don't want him to because I'm not going to be there. That's the only reason I don't want him. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Because I don't get to see it with my own eyes. But Man. I can't bet against my fucking friend. This match is going to be so good. Young Bucks in tag matches, triple tag matches are phenomenal we saw what they did last time with jungle boy and luchasaurus this the other two teams so this is going to be phenomenal i just i think this is the main too uh i would think so yeah yeah this is going to be i'm I'm looking forward to that match on gun club it's just something about them pushing jungle boy in the snow in the streets of chicago and running away (laughs) it's it's still funny to me (laughs) i don't know why it's hilarious to me but it is uh, uh, yeah, but I am very much going to miss uh, the phrase scissor me daddy ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and a uh, big reason for that is uh, without context, just saying that out loud or literally just showing the clip to somebody who's never watched pro wrestling and just having Anthony Bowens going, wow, scissor me daddy ass. Mm-hmm. And- and there's little kids it's, in the crowd saying "scissor me." It's wild out here. Yo, scissor me, baby, scissor me. Oh, um, it's it's great. It's so great. And I, you know I the funny thing boy. about the funny thing about the 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 scissor gesture between uh, the acclaimed was that when you know, of course, I, I've been going back and watching a lot of like the start of the acclaimed because I, I yesterday went back and found like the first time the two of them teamed up. It was on dark. Uh, they didn't even have the the current theme song yet, which they finally did put out, uh, and that that didn't come along till like their third match together as a team. The song didn't, and then uh, and you can hear where Max like simplified his raps because for a while he was like d- like rapping like Max Caster, mm-hmm. um, but it was almost like he realized somewhere along the way, okay, you've got to like really simplify these and yeah. take pauses because you've got a live crowd here. Who's not gonna... Half of the crowd is not going to understand what yeah, you're they're saying. Not, they're not going to catch it if you like do a real yeah. flow. You have to right. just basically say real simple shit. Say and... these four bars, but say them real hard. That's yeah, and, say, and, <laughs> and make sure you say it in a way where people will catch the punchline. Otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, so you could hear where that shifted. And I saw the moment where... Um, I think it was like maybe the like seventh rap in that was where they added the uh, Anthony Bowen saying the acclaimed have arrived, but you there wasn't like a whole lot of confidence in his voice. Mm-hmm. And then like as the weeks go on, you could hear him get way more confident. And now he it's just it's his thing, right? Lots of things. But one of the things in there was that when he first started doing the the acclaimed have arrived, and uh, and then it was just kind of. Um, Max Caster just kind of joking with him and coming up under and doing the, the scissor thing, right? They were told specifically, don't do that. Oh, shit. And <laughs> they, they were initially the told, thing. don't do that. Um, like, it's it's a lewd gesture. Don't do the, the scissor thing on TV. <laughs> now, but it's, it, now it's T-shirts. Now but it's it caught, But it caught on with fans. 
and uh because there were a couple weeks where they like stopped and then you could see but the fans kept doing it and eventually they brought it they brought it back and that was that Look how far we've come. At one point, people were like, I can't stand Max Caster's raps. Cena's a better rapper than him, all this other stuff. But the week when, when they snatched the mic from him and he couldn't do the freestyle during uh, the entrance. They were pissed. The, boo, the yeah. boos were loud. Like, bro, mm-hmm. when, no, when they got- come into Arthur Ashe and, and Bowen says, New York City! <laughs> that place is going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I appreciate that it, it was an original act that got over. And I say original in, t- in the sense that it didn't exist outside of AEW. Those right. two had never teamed uh, before. The only match that they had ever had with each other was against each other. But right. other than that, they had never teamed before. Uh, they were put together, and uh, it worked. Uh, a couple more. Alexander says, at the end of the day, a review is editorial. There is no Rooney rule with respect to entertainment media. The entire discourse is a media literacy fail combined with untreated uh, mental uh, illness. Uh, (laughs) No, yeah, there are absolutely people that are like, oh, man. This is your review of Hell in a Cell. No, it was a tweet, sir. It was a, it but was no, a, but not it just was a five word tweet. <laughs> but not just that, though. It is true that there is no Rooney Rule with reviews. Like, you are not required to be unbiased when it comes to entertainment. Not You're not. This isn't I can anything. Be biased. Like, the Damn. pitchfork reviews on albums are brutal they'll bury people they don't they don't have they don't have Look, to do anything for I, I could i could leave here today and go see thor and come back and go yo this is the worst thor ever like mm-hmm. what does it matter that's my opinion who cares you still about to go watch thor after Phil and, says and, that, and, so what does it matter and, and not just that though but like <laughs> if i say like country music is trash like it is trash. I'm not required <laughs> to like country music. I'm not required as a music listener. So to, we're all in agreement here. <laughs> I'm not required as a music listener to enjoy country music because I enjoy music. That's not how this works. Um, I, I, it's not. It, you're not required to do anything. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it really is. Uh, Elvis, nah. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, what's that over there? It says Mox was right. Vince is going to die in the chair. He's going to try. He's going to try his best. Yeah. 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 He'll try. But also, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, guys, this is a fun episode of Grapsity. Oh, Grapsody. got way more. Hold on. Sorry. I, I didn't realize there was <laughs> more. You were getting out of here, bro. Van Twinblade said, Fightful D&D game win. Make Reg play. A what? No, what? I don't even know what that means. Dirty dancing? Oh. <laughs> You mean we could, okay? I would love to teach Reds uh, Dungeons Why and Dragons it? because that would be a hoot. Dicks um, and uh, dirt, dimes that dime does. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, oh, yeah. Michael said, Will should say, here's the thing, and then hold up an action figure of the thing from <laughs> Fantastic Four. Again, that would be a joke that's like up my alley. That's the yeah. kind of shit I enjoy. They're just trying to give you a little ammo for your kids for next time. Uh, Orion Ben six 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 says, like I said, Grap City Stranger Things watch along. I would love to see that main. There's a couple of reasons I would love to see. I'm gonna it. be off that day. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> there's a couple of reasons I would love to see it because, like, there's certain things that were like memes like five years ago when Stranger Things started that I would love to see like finally catch you guys. Like, if I said justice for Barb, you guys have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Nah, absolutely. I, I see T-shirts. Justice for Barb. Fans of Nicki Minaj. See, <laughs> Justice for Barb. 
Justice for the Barbs. <laughs> Again, you have no idea what I'm talking about, right? But no that idea. was an absolute meme um, when Stranger Things first started. That's the reason why. And you would know if you just watched season one. Literally, you watch season one, and you're like, oh, that's what the Barb thing was about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and what else? Don't get anyway, the Barbs in here. That's shout out to Stranger Things season four because I think it wrapped up really well. And the idea of splitting that team up, but them still needing to have teamwork... Beautiful yeah. shit. Hey, Some of the hey, best man. television I've watched hey, this year. If you don't like certain things in wrestling, there is so much great wrestling. And I, 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 wrestling. I again, I, I, I said that I didn't watch much WWE this week, but I watched a lot of other things I enjoyed. Impact was great this week. I felt like uh, the stuff that I saw from AEW was pretty good. We got a really good Tokyo Joshi Pro show last night. Probably one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year so far. No, if you don't like something, there's always something else for you to watch. You don't have to keep watching things you don't enjoy. Not to steal a quote from Tony Khan, but stealing a quote from Tony Khan. Uh, of course, he trademarked Shills. the terms. I guess he trademarked the term, so I suppose Shills. we have to pay him for saying it. But Tony Khan trademarked the term, watch your wrestling. Um, and that was the thing that he was trying to push, a concept he was trying to push of like, Watch the shit that's for you. But oh, I said agree that with that. Scrums before too. Yeah, yeah absolutely, mm-hmm. man. That's and a ton look, of conism. If if you didn't watch the Tokyo Joshi show, I I would suggest you do. It's so much good stuff on there. Uh, it sucks that Willow was not on that card because she was supposed to be on there. But I felt I know, like I would have enjoyed that. But I felt like Rio was a great replacement in that match. Um, that match was great. Most of the tag matches on that card were great, especially the tag title match. With the real match especially was great. Like, I think it would have been great with Willow, but the fact that she came through and delivered was just phenomenal. But but again, one of the things that made it great was that the crowd was able to react and cheer. Yes, that made such a difference here. And Rio got the crowd into it several times. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just so great at, at reacting to the crowd and you know getting getting the energy up in the arena so it was it was great to see that i also feel like this is the match or this night um i know she lost but i feel like if only thing you know from um maki ito is her those couple of AEW matches she's had and like gifts um i feel like you owe it to yourself to give this match a shot to see mm-hmm. like really what she brings to the table as a performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Agreed. just the fact that everything she was doing was over again, the way that the crowd was reacting when she would start mm-hmm. chants, when she would do the, who's the cutest in the world and they would refrain and everything works in front of that crowd. I don't know. It's something about watching Maki in Japan. That's just different. And it's kind of the same way with Sheeta. Sheeta coming out and doing and having the Dr. Strange um, gear and the way that she, she would have done that here, though. <laughs> like, no, but I mean, just like the way that she emotes in Japan is a little different, mm-hmm. I think. Um, she just looks happier in Japan. I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's just like a nostalgia thing and she used to wrestling that style. But no, nah, it's just it's fun to watch her wrestle over there. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Marcus, new member. Hey, uh, shout out Mark. Uh, let's see. And we've got Mad King says Cyberfight Promotions uh, got best production in art. Um, and I love me some Sova, S O V A, says, uh, Did you see Bowen's Wolverine tweet yesterday? Yes. I Speaking of which, we're going to th- X Men 97. Oh my God. That's uh, the artwork that came out for that looks. Is it uh, a comic? Uh, no, they're. Rebooting the show from the 90s. Oh, the they 90s. are doing it for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Disney+. Plus. Oh. Yeah. Now, granted, if it's only six episodes, I'm going to be pissed. Um, and <laughs> let me tell you, 
six episode defenders. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> six episode I mean, Obi Wan was six episodes, and I yeah. enjoyed it. No, I, I, I think it, it's it's worked, but for the most part, my son was so mad. So Billy, I would say the thing he's people think that um, his biggest thing is pro wrestling, and maybe it is, but I, I think the biggest thing that Billy adores more than anything in the world is Big Hero Six. That is mm. his story. That is the movie, the show. All of that. So when Disney announced that they were making a Baymax series for Disney Plus, and they announced it a year ago, he watched the trailer over and over. He was so hyped. And then when it came out, it was six episodes, <laughs> and they're only ten minute episodes. Oh my! So God. he finished it in an hour. He watched them all back to back to back. He was so mad that he waited a year for Baymax. And he got six episodes. Yeah. Like, we had a Baymax cake. We have done so wow. much Baymax stuff in my house. Um, he, Big Hero 6 is the series in my home. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's seen every episode of the show. Which, like, to me, that's why I'm like, look, Billy, you got a show. Like, I don't right. know what else you expected Baymax to be. But, like, they did. <laughs> like, they did the Disney XD series. And it had... Oh, you've man, got you, a whole adventure with them characters. You got the movie and that 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 uh that Fallout Boy song that they played over and over and over again <laughs> until we got tired of it. Oh my God! <laughs> Hold up. Can I tell you guys? I've heard that song every day for the last however many years he's been into uh, Big Hero Six because Immortals by Fallout Boy. That is my son's alarm that what he wakes up to. No, it was no, it was, and we can be immortals. I never heard it. Yeah, no, so it was it. off. The, I, I, I bet you, if I played it, you know it. it, it, it it's it off the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Say we are what we are. Yeah, the only reason I know it is because I hear it every fucking day because mm-hmm. it's my son's alarm. He finally just switched it to a wrestling theme, so I mm-hmm. hear that every day. But yeah, uh, it's the Swerve theme, right? It's Swerve's mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. There's no alarm right now because. There's School's no school. not in. Yeah. yeah, he ain't in school. It's summertime, so I don't have an alarm right now. But every day, up until he decided to switch it to Big Pressure, I had to hear Immortals Fall out boy. every morning. Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. Fallout Boy. Yes. No, 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 no. Fallout Boy slander. Those are Chicago. One of those guys is a Chicago. Yeah, no, I fucks with Fallout Boy. I believe the lead singer is from Chicago. Patrick Stump. He is from Chicago. He produced yeah. on a Lupe album before. He was. They also did a song for the Chicago Bulls. As an anthem. Mm. Speaking of which, favorite track off the new Lupe album? Um, it's probably either Naomi. No, it's probably Naomi. I really like Naomi. I still haven't heard it. I'm awful. I listened, I, to, the, I listened to the new West Side Gun last night. And I wasn't super thrilled about it. I had to yeah, install really it for me either. Yeah, I was installing a garbage disposal this past weekend, and so I was like, you know what? While I'm sitting here, I am going to. That uh, is some uh, was, Lupe Fiasco is some garbage uh, disposal installation music. You know, <laughs> so I threw it on. That, <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's it's it, it feels like a bit of a return to form. I feel like um, not that I feel like Lupe's ever really missed, but uh, he's had some I mean, album-wise, do you feel like a whole album? I don't, has been I don't a think miss? he's had a bad album, but song-wise, he's had to. Song-wise, sure, yeah, 
it's I, I feel like just talking about albums, I don't feel like any of the albums have really missed, but I feel like this was the most, um, I mean, it's not very long. It's only, uh, what, 10 tracks, but I just felt like uh, this was the most connection I felt to an album in a while. So I was happy And he did it. it in 72 hours. He did from start Three to finish days. in 72 hours. Your fave could never. Hey, no I've way. seen I've I've seen that happen though. Um I've seen uh I watched an album get completed in a day. Now granted the beats were all done, but uh I remember um a close friend of mine uh who passed away actually. Um he worked on an album. We went into the studio five AM and oh, we're shit. done after midnight, but the album was done. Wow. He went in and he was just like, "We are gonna knock this out." The features all came later. How uh, many tracks? Actually, this is something I've never talked about on um, on Grapsity. Uh Did you know I did a video with uh, Nipsey Hussle? Um, what? <laughs> that, uh, Wait, I'm sorry. I've never told the story. I'm cutting everything off. Wait, this guy has got to stop throwing these whoa, random stories whoa, in there. Like, hey, no, interesting no, man, story. Man. Like, yo, come wait, on. Man. <laughs> Wait, wait, get wait, out of here, wait, man! Wait, 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 get, wait! This dude will be like, "Hey, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys know this, but what? I just happen to know a wrestler." And then so, it'll be like, like one of the greatest wrestlers what? in the world. Like, what? All right, what so are you saying out So what my friend, my friend had a my friend, my friend. Yeah, he's a rapper named Ron Easy. Um, he died actually same year Nipsey died. So like, oh, uh, he did a track though. Uh, we did we did it eleven years ago. Um. It was called My Shine. It's, you can look it up. Ron Easy featuring Nipsey Hussle. Um, we filmed the video. I did not do the editing. I didn't like the editing on that video, to be honest. Um, but uh, we filmed the video with Nipsey. Uh, and, yeah, it's Ron Easy featuring Nipsey Hussle. It's called My Shine. Uh, you can find so it on you YouTube. you met Nipsey, Neighborhood yes. Nip. Uh-huh. Wow. And they... Uh, they and it was crazy because, like I said, both of them are gone. Um, yeah. Like within the span of months, it was like. Uh, now I go back and look at that video, and I'm like, Ryan Easy and Nipsey Hustle are gone within yeah. very short amount of time. R.I.P. to the guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, rappers die too much. Yes, yeah. that's the verse. The homie <laughs> just got convicted too. That did it to Nip. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yep. They uh they cleaned my man up and uh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, they're letting oh, him goodness. have it in there. He's they he's having a they, terrible oof. time. <laughs> Eric Holder, yeah. not the the Attorney General, right. uh, but anyway, if you've never seen it, because um, I, I know I mentioned this on RBR like years ago, but yeah, check out Ron Easy featuring Nipsey Hussle. I'm gonna look my, that up after this show's shine. over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and what was I gonna say? So a uh, couple of humpers that I didn't read. Uh, we got this one from D'Lo. Says, "What's good with the crew, man? The discourse been on another level. But am I the only one that finds it weird that Lee versus Gresham on a rampage and not Death Before Dishonor? I they wonder what they are. Be, yeah, setting something up for Death, death Before Dishonor is what I yeah. got from it. Uh, yeah. And I have no idea what it's gonna be. I have Z. I'm like, what? Where are they gonna? Yeah. Huh? What, what one of the things I didn't like about Rampage? They've got to stop putting people in tag teams to set up a feud." Because I knew straight right. away when they, they put Serena yeah. and Mercedes yeah. in that tag team, I was like, okay, it's to set up their match. Conley yeah, and I hate that it was essentially the same that. thing that happened on the show where, like, partners uh, disintegrated and it turned into a match for right. a Ring yeah. of Honor title. It, I was right. like, you just did that. Yeah, You just did that. Too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you but, did it back to back, actually. <laughs> yes, he literally just did that. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, and... 
So then we got Life of Deem says, Happy Saturday, Grab City Crew. I just watched uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, and it's my first time watching a Joshi show. Um, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything Joshi, but I'm definitely jumping on board now. I need Miyu versus Rosa at All Out. I don't think they'll do it at All Out, and I actually think it would probably be the wrong move to do it at All Out, to be honest, in my it, opinion. It, if I had to assume, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a battle of the belts. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it in a way where you can expose more American fans to Miu. I think that would be the best thing is to get people to walk away from it going, damn, she's man, she's good. And I feel like pay-per-view is a place where I would never introduce anything new on pay-per-view because those are mm-hmm. fans that you've already yeah, th- those fans are already it. they already bought a ticket. You got mm-hmm. them. Um, so I would do it in a place where you could sell somebody on somebody, and I would do that on TV. Um, oh, and we got the, the spam bot showing up in the chat. Spam bot, spam bot. And guess what? <laughs> Blocked. Later, loser. Yeah. So uh, I think Grand Slam, they're saying what about Grand Slam? They're like, uh, that's a little too far off. That's all the way in September. Um, yeah, yeah I don't think September. they want to do that. I I would love it if they did it in All Out because from Chicago with your boy, but <laughs> I think it's going to be at, at Ballad. Yeah, I would do it. Um, even Or even Fighter Fest. Or not Fighter Fest because that's coming up this you could do Fighter Fest actually, uh, Fighter Fest Night Two. Uh, but this... no, go ahead. Uh, but you could do it, uh, Fight for the Fallen as well. Where is that going to be? I think that's in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, maybe. But either way, I don't know. Uh, but no, it's a it's a great time to get introduced to Joshi Wrestling because you know Stardom is hotter than it's ever been right now. It's turning into one of the biggest promotions in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Now that AEW is now building a bridge with Tokyo Joshi. Like, even them having Max the Impaler uh, possibly debuting soon, it seems like they had something to do with her and Willow coming over. Um, so, it's a good time to be introduced to Joshi Wrestling. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, so, last thing to mention on this show. Uh, and it's going to kind of be the same thing we've talked about for weeks because we don't really have a real update. Uh, but, pro wrestling... Insider, PW Insider reported this week that Sasha and Naomi are officially off the internal roster. Um, now, Sean did some digging. He learned that, um, there, he, from what he heard, uh, there hasn't really been an update on that front, that they've been off the internal roster for weeks. Um, they're still listed on WWE.com, but like WWE put out uh, an image that features live in the entire SmackDown women's roster. There's no Naomi on it. There's no Sasha on it. Uh, and But Charlotte's on it. And Charlotte's not around today. So you can't just say it's just people who are on TV. Um, so... Yeah. A couple of pro wrestlers. Huh? Oh, and uh... Naomi first changed her uh, the description on her Instagram to professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it would previously say WWE Superstar. Two different yep. things. Uh, and uh, as being noted, Peacock also, you can no longer, uh, in choosing your avatars for your profile, you can no longer choose Sha- Sasha Banks as an avatar. Uh, so She's off yeah. to promotions, just like they did MJF. Yeah. Right. Somebody asked, what is the internal roster? That's kind of like the, that's kind of the, the, what they go by of who's active that they can use yes. for stuff um uh, the 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 act the, the roster that's on wwe.com yeah that's, that's just, not that's just yeah. for show 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that. But they have an internal roster that basically that's for creative to use and production to use. As far as yeah. these are people who are on the show, these are people right. that we can work with. Um, and because like that's how people noticed for a while. They're like Cody's on the internal roster, like mm-hmm. before WrestleMania. Like we can. Cody's a guy we can use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also who they know because the internal roster is split. It has heels and faces. So they know who is an official heel. Like regardless of what's on TV, they know on the internal roster, this person's a heel, this person's a face. Yep. Uh, that's that, that exists in WWE, works off of their internal roster. They don't necessarily work off of what's on WWE.com. It's specifically that roster. That's the real deal. Right. Um, and Sasha and Naomi are not on it. Uh because I've seen people say, well, they're still on .com, so that could mean that they are Dead still available. Man. Adam Cole, I took a screenshot, I still have it, was on WWE.com while walking out at All Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he was still, right. like, literally, things. this man is in the ring with the Elite, and I'm like, this man is still on WWE.com. Mm-hmm. You can't go by that. Uh, I saw somebody... Uh, who is fairly dickless say that um, the uh, uh, Naomi and Sasha still having WWE in their Twitter handles <laughs> uh, means that they're still employed. And no, I it feel... means that they want to keep their check mark. Right, because I, I don't know who you're talking about there. So that's I'm just hilarious. Sit here. <laughs> uh, somebody who tweeted some like hella racist shit this week, but uh, it doesn't deserve to have their name dropped on our show. But oh, either could way, be a bunch of people. Yeah, I yeah, I can confirm what this man said. This man has no dick. Thank you. <laughs> See, you even get Ghostbusters references, but I can't. Um, but anyway, the uh, uh, the <laughs> that was a great exchange. <laughs> but uh, I think back to again, All Out. Brian Danielson debuted at All Out, and the account AEW had to tag when they said brian danielson is here was they said at wwe yeah. daniel brian is here right. because that was his twitter handle mm-hmm. um so again that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. uh what matters at the end of the day is what the company has going what they know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i i do think you know, for a while, I think the idea was people were saying, oh, we're going to see Sasha Banks more likely in another company than we'll see Naomi. Disagree. Uh, Naomi, I think bro. I'm going to get my official bet here on Grapsity that we see Trinity Fatu in another company far before we see Sasha Banks. I agree. Mercedes KV, whatever you want to say. I, um, I, I agree, but I was definitely watching Tokyo Joshi Pro last night and going like, if this feels like Tony going like, hey, there's a bridge here. Um, we're definitely open to working with TJP. There were a lot of AEW wrestlers on that show, and then making it clear that Miu is going to come over and wrestle. Not just that, but also that report coming out about them wanting to work with Stardom. Mayu Iwatani is SWA champion. She said she wants to defend that title in the U.S. I feel like that's happening. So I feel like that's one of those things where at that point where they tried to say that there were going to be a New Japan partnership with WWE and they were basically doing that to keep Brian. I feel like the opposite is happening there where they're like, look, we're do- we're working with Yoshi, Sasha. You could always come here. Come over here. You can have fun <laughs> with a bunch of people You can You can here. go travel over there. You can go mm-hmm. wrestle them at our company. Look what we're doing over here. Look what, look what our champion is doing. Like, 
Listen I feel like it's inevitable at this point. Yes. Listen I don't Mercedes. know what we're going to see. I just feel like, uh, again, I have never felt in my life of being a pro wrestling fan, and this is how I will wrap the show, that there has ever been a more interesting time than the current period of pro wrestling. Holy shit, it's just fucking interesting. Even if it's not good news, man, is it fucking interesting. interesting. Every single week, there is something to talk about. It's never just like, a, eh. I mean, we watched Raw and SmackDown, so let's just talk about it. And believe me, I've been doing this 17 years. There were weeks where that's all it was. It was like, all right, nothing else happened. We just got these shows. Nah, man. Something every week is just taking up these headlines. There has never been a more interesting time than right now. That is why we do Grapsity. That is why we're here. Uh, thank you. And really quick. Um, Did you get everybody? Because somebody came with us last year. Like, oh, you guys didn't get our my yeah, super Yeah, someone chat? said that that we missed their Who did I miss? I don't know. Last I just week it was, uh, I guess read that one while I scroll. Hold on. Uh, I, I don't want to miss it. Is that their name? I am Lucha on here? Uh, no, the a- Alexander. The one on the screen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm scrolling right now. Oh, get Mina on US TV as well as Thecla. I agree, they're both great. Um, get listen, get Cosmic Angels in the US, bro. Right, we need to see it. Oh, I didn't read this one. Um, this one, uh, Money in the Bank ruined for Will even more after the Quizzlemania screw job. Really pumped for ROH. Saw uh, Cardona, Taya, Trey, Miguel. Uh, here in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, yeah, I heard last that week. they're having a big Australian show with a bunch of American yeah. stars. There's so much stuff going on. That, that Kushida thing. Kushida's yep. coming over to wrestle for Impact. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know what else we didn't talk about because there ain't nothing to talk about? But <laughs> that wrestling entertainment series. Yeah, well, I uh, don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they are wild. They, they put out a story where they're like, we're good, we're good, we're going to do all this stuff. It's going to be on the line. It's going to be good. And then a day later, they're like, actually, the show's canceled. I don't know. What do you want us to say? <laughs> I, I, I've scrolled now for chats. Um, I'll say this, though. Uh, for anybody waiting for, uh, I guess, more Will and Denise content, I guess there'll be some this week. Uh, stay tuned. Um, yeah, give my man his uh, his <laughs> but Denise. yes, money, outside of, outside money, of that, money, folks. Money, 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 money. All right, folks. It is now that time for me to say that that's it for this edition of Grapsity for Philip Lindsay for Righteous Reg. I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time and have a great day. Peace.